0: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio, radio, Radio. What a title. Are you ready? Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness. The Prince of Darkness is in the house never heard of. Jonas Knox. The story is Jonas Knox. (laughs) Yeah, Chief, this will be good. Like I said, Jonas Knox is coming through your speakers like a right cross from a boxer that you've never heard of. What's going on here? And now, live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, here's Jonas Knox.
6: You're really going through with this, huh, Chief?
7: could have ourselves a surprise starter at quarterback very early on in the NFL. I will tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 83, wherever the hell you are taking part in this program. We always appreciate you making us a part of your weekend overnight here as we take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And let's just jump right into the NFL. Right, we will jump right into the NFL because I have come up with three categories. All right? These are three quarterback categories in the NFL, and they apply to rookie quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay? And, and here are the three categories. We have got... Rookie quarterbacks that we know will start early. And again, these are just the quarterbacks that are taken in the first round. No disrespect to anybody else, but you know, uh, you, you want to be able to sort of uh, compartmentalize and, and get into one section, and then once you cross that off, you don't want to confuse everybody. So just to keep it simple, we'll go with quarterbacks that were taken in the first round of the NFL draft. Category number one, rookie quarterbacks we know will start early. Trevor Lawrence has been the Jaguars' 2021 starting quarterback for about 11 years now. All right, It's been done. It was a wrap. It, he's the star- Wherever he went number one overall, he was going to be the starter day one. Period. End of point. Trevor Lawrence is going to be your starter for Urban Meyer and the Jaguars starting week one of the NFL season. Zach Wilson will also be the starter week one of the NFL season for the New York Jets. That feels like a done deal. They turned their back on Sam Darnold. They walked away from that. They identified Zach Wilson as their guy. He will be the starter. It's a brand-new regime. You rip off the Band-Aid, you start fresh, and you go with Zach Wilson. So those are the quarterbacks, the rookie quarterbacks we know will start early. And then you have the rookie quarterbacks in the first round who won't start early barring an injury. Trey Lance... Is not going to be the starter week one for the 49ers. And he's not going to be the starter early on, barring injury. Now, with Jimmy Garoppolo's past and his history, that's a real possibility. You don't wish it on a guy. You don't want it to happen. But it is a real possibility. Garoppolo's been hurt he's had one season in which he's been able to stay healthy. Other than that, he's been hurt. When he stepped in for Brady, he got hurt. He ripped up his knee when he was with the 49ers his first full year as a starter. And then we all know what happened last year. So Jimmy Garoppolo's health issues are concerning. So Trey Lance will get an opportunity to start, but it won't be if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy. So barring injury, Jimmy Garoppolo is your guy. Same with Mac Jones. Cam Newton is going to be given every opportunity to not only have that job from day one, but run with it the entire season. Because I think Belichick loved what Cam Newton brought to his locker room. I think he respected the hell out of it. I think he appreciated it. And let's be honest, Cam Newton was playing good football early in the season last year. And then things started to fall apart, whether it was COVID, who knows. But things sort of fell apart. So barring injury... These quarterbacks are not going to start early amongst the first-round quarterbacks. Trey Lance and Mac Jones, they're going to wait a little bit. And then the category, the third category, and this is maybe the most fascinating one, it is rookie quarterbacks in the first round who will start early due to panic. And there's only one member of that group, and his name is Justin Fields. He will start early for the Chicago Bears, mark my words, because of panic. And the more that this goes on and the more that I see the coverage and the more I see it talked about, the more I'm getting this feeling. Yeah, the whole we're going to turn this into 2017 like Patrick Mahomes waiting the whole year. B.S. Justin Fields is going to be a starting quarterback very early this season. Because look at it this way. You got a town starved for a quarterback You got a guy who can do things physically that the starter can't do in Andy Dalton. You got a GM and a coach who are on the hot seat. All of that is a recipe for Justin Fields being thrusted into the starting lineup, maybe too early, but no doubt about it, early in the NFL season. He was at his rookie uh, uh, mini-camp uh, earlier and was talking about, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to get the starting job. Like, his mind, he's focused and good for him. Got a chip on his shoulder. He's pissed off. He heard a lot of talk about, the, about his, uh, what was wrong with him and, you know, why he couldn't do this and couldn't do that in the NFL draft. He falls. The Bears grab him. He's pissed off. He wants to prove people wrong. So good for him. And on top of that, you open up in prime time against the L.A. Rams – let me tell you something. The Bears can go in there with whatever plan that they want. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace can tell you Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future. We believe in Andy Dalton. He's our guy. And we're not going to stress and we're not going to panic about it. Don't, like, Andy Dalton is our starting quarterback. If Andy Dalton goes out on national TV in front of a record audience and crowd at SoFi Stadium on Sunday Night Football and he vomits and craps himself at the same time, you don't think the Bears are going to put Justin Fields in much sooner than they were expecting? You don't think they'll seriously consider if they get embarrassed on national TV with a coach and GM on the hot seat? You don't think they'd seriously consider putting Justin Fields in the lineup week two against Cincinnati? I'm telling you right now, there are three quarterbacks when it comes to the rookie quarterback class. You got the quarterbacks who know we are that are starting early. We've known this about him. That's Lawrence and Wilson. You got the guys who aren't going to start early, barring injury. Trey Lance and Mac Jones, and then you got the other one who's going to start early due to panic. Mark my words, Justin Fields is going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL much sooner than anybody is expecting because of all those factors I named off. But if you roll all that out week one against the Rams and you get pistol whipped on national TV, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a call for Justin Fields. They're going to look at what he does. They're going to say he does it so much different than Andy Dalton, and Justin Fields is going to be a starting quarterback very early. Same thing happened with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, what, he missed the first half? Bill O'Brien said, no, 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 we're going to wait with this guy. I think Tom Savage or Randy Savage, who the hell knows, was the quarterback for Houston. All of a sudden, first half goes by. They put Watson in, and the rest is history. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's uh, let's, uh, switch over to this. I have always wondered what it would be like to go back right at the beginning of a great invention in this country. Like, what, what, like right in the beginning, like what was the opinion of people that th- thought it was going to work or people that didn't think it was going to work? Because you know, even the great inventions nowadays, there was somebody somewhere who right at the beginning said, this isn't going to work this is dumb. What are you doing? No chance. What are you thinking? I've always wanted to go back. If I could go on a time machine, I'd love to go back to right at the moment when something was rolled out, a brand new invention in this country, just to see what the feedback was. Because you know, when the first car was invented and made available to the public, you know, there was some guy who was saying, yeah, I, you know, like I'm going to get into that thing You think I'm getting in. No, no, no. I'm good here, pal. I know what I got in my horse. I know what I got in my buggy. I'll pass. I'm I'm not going to get in in that disaster waiting to happen. You know that there was a guy like that. You know that guy existed. Like, you know that somebody who saw a television for the first time looked at it and said, well, what is this, like uh, some sort of uh, mind trap? Is this like mind control stuff? No, 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 no. I'll listen to the radio. I read magazines, I'm not interested in the television, that will not be seen in this house, you know that existed you know it I would love to meet those guys and get their opinions now as to what they think of their original opinion on both of those and the reason I say that is because the closer we get to the play-in tournament in the NBA, the more I think, this is going to be awesome this is going to be awesome and yet there are people who don't like it. And it's not even just LeBron James who said somebody should be fired because it's so dumb and all this. or so whatever else he was saying, even though they voted on it. And listen, this isn't not trying to pick on LeBron James. But there were actually people out there who look at the play in tournament and go, no, nah, not interested. Not my thing. I'm good. Give me the old. No, no, nah, 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 we're all good. here. How could you not like this? I'm telling you right now, there are people out there who are speaking out against the play-in tournament in the NBA, and in a few days, I'm telling you right now, you're going to feel dumb. It's going to happen. You're just going to end up being on the wrong side of this. It's going to happen. And this is – there was somebody out there, and the reason I say this is personal experience. There was somebody out there who didn't like the wild card in Major League Baseball. They didn't like it. It was like, no, 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 no. Come on, division versus division. It's pretty easy. You got an NLCS, an ALCS. Let's get to the World Series. Bing, bang, boom. We're done. Let's go. Well, we don't need all this wild card crap. There was that person existed. Think about that. The wild card baseball game, which is one of the most exciting games all year. Edge of your seat. You go from boring end of the regular season right into winner-take-all wild card games. Edge of your seat. Every pitch matters. Everybody's nervous, people are panicking, and there was somebody out there when it was introduced who said, this is terrible, it's not going to work. And here's how I know that, because I was that person. I'm speaking from experience. I was nah, I don't want no, I don't want a wild card in baseball. What, what are we doing? We don't need a wild card game in baseball. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you do this to these teams? They work so hard. They get to this one game, and then all of a sudden, the regular season means nothing. Like, what? And then I watched the first one, and I said, all right, we're good here. Yeah, I was wrong. Call, I, it, acknowledge, I was wrong. I was wrong. And it was one of the great introductions and, and switches and additions to a professional sport. Like, there was someone... On Fox Sports Radio, I remember it. I was here. There was someone on Fox Sports Radio who, when the extra point got moved back from the 20-yard chip shot to 33 yards, they thought it was gimmicky. They thought it was dumb like oh my god this is so stupid what are we doing like what a waste of time like someone on fox sports radio said i'm not trying to call anybody out here this is not friendly fire on fox sports radio but somebody thought moving the extra point back to 33 yards was dumb it was a waste of time and it wouldn't have mattered and again that somebody was me and i said it on fox sports radio and it took half a season And kickers melting down because of an extra 13 yards for me to acknowledge and raise my hand and say, yeah, I screwed up. I I got that one wrong. I I botched it. I completely screwed that up. I'm telling you from experience, if you are against the play-in tournament in the NBA, you are going to feel like a nimrod come this upcoming week. I'm telling you right now. Because the closer we get to it, and you've got a play-in situation where you could have Lakers, you could have Celtics in a play-in. You like you've got it's not like these are just run of the mill nobody teams. Oh, these are the garbage. No, no, no. You've got legitimately a couple of real powerhouse legendary two most historic teams in the NBA that could be in the play-in tournament. And I'm telling you it's going to take one or two games that are going to go down to the wire with those guys laying it all on the table just to advance, and you're going to raise your hand and go, you know what, I'm an idiot. I thought this was going to be stupid. I was wrong. It's absolutely a home run, and I know that because I was that guy. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. <laughs> I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. We're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, The whole crew is here. Uh, We've got Guess That Garbage. We've got a pro wrestler or a porn star. We've got the scraps. We've got all of it for you. Four hours of action and fun. And, you know, the usual grab ass here uh, as we take you all the way to the wee hours of the morning. And if you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate that as well, too. Coming up next, though. There is a major situation in the world of sports. A legendary player his future up in the air, and I think I've decided how it's going to go. I think I've got a good idea of how it's going to go. I'll unveil that for you next year on FSR.
2: Boom, Tetris for Jonas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com.
1: And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
7: Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the I Radio app. Coming up in, we will call it about 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, there was something that the NFL did that actually really bothered me. Right? It, it, it really bothered me. I don't know why I'm a fan of this. I think I'm in the minority, but we will get into that here coming up in, uh, in about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So... um I remember this being and and this probably came up once or twice but just to, for for people out there just so you you understand um growing up in southern california in the area i'm at you are a 4 or 5 hour drive from las vegas and so there would be times to where you'd go out, you'd be, at a, I mean, you're, you're 21 years old, 22 years old. You've just realized the, the glory that is Vegas at 21, 22 years old. You're out at a bar. Uh, it's kind of slow in comparison to the Vegas that you were at three months ago. And then somebody gets the wild idea of, let's drive to Vegas. Like the movie Swingers, that's a real thing. And so it used to be a real thing back in Southern California. I remember like going to bars and having conversations multiple times. With a buddy who gets a couple of drinks in him, the DD's there, and he says, hey, man, how much would it cost to get you to drive to Vegas right now? We'll get a room. It'll be cheap. Like We'll go there. We'll just party all night. And, and the thought was, if we can get on the road by a certain amount of time, we'll be there by 3 a.m., and then we got uh, the rest of the morning, and then we'll come back. Uh, you know, We'll drive back later on that night. I got nothing to do going on on a Saturday night. I'm not working. And so you literally kick this idea around. You're sitting around a bar top. You're sitting around a bar, and you guys are kicking this. To, and I did it a couple of times. A couple of times I actually went through with it. But for the most part, the idea... Is actually greater than the execution because the idea, the excitement, all of that stuff engulfs you. And so you're talking about, oh man, we could stay here, and then we'll, you know, we'll stop off here, and then you know, uh, uh, b- before we get to actual Vegas, you got Whiskey Pete's and Buffalo Bills. It's a state line in Prim, Nevada. You can stop there, and then we can, you know, get a beer, and then we'll drive there. And like you're just you're running down all the scenarios in your head, and then ultimately, what ends up happening. After you kick it around for a little bit, you realize it's now past midnight. And by the time you get out there, it's going to be 5 a.m. You're not going. The excitement lasts for a little while. And you realize the reality of the situation. And you go, yeah, it's not happening. Uh, this is going to take better planning. Uh, this is going to take a more realistic thought. It's just not going to happen. And I say all that because that's where I'm at right now with the Aaron Rodgers-Packers situation. It's not happening. He's not getting traded. It's just not happening. It's a nice thought everybody got excited. We were all sitting around the bar top. We were all having a couple of drinks. We found a designated driver. His name was Adam Schefter. And we said, oh, my God, Uh, Shefty, what do you think? I mean, well, what about this? They could trade him here. You know, maybe the Broncos. Maybe that's why they didn't take Justin Fields. And we're all kicking this idea around. And then now it's a little bit after midnight. And we're looking around and we're like, yeah, this just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What are we going to do? Drive out there for breakfast? We're going to sit in a damn car for four or five hours in the desert, drive out there for breakfast and smell. Nobody has any clothes. Nobody like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for them to trade him. He's not getting traded. And this isn't some big revelation. Some big look, the, the odds have always said he's not going to get traded. They're pretty close. I mean, the betting odds are out there and they're pretty close. But it's not happening. Matt LaFleur, his head coach, addressed the situation at Rookie Minicamp on Friday.
3: I've got nothing new to, to update, and uh, we still obviously feel the same way. It's, uh, you know, we want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll continue to work at it each and
1: every day.
7: It's not happening. He's not getting traded. Like, what? Like what, what? – does, what good does it do for them to trade Aaron Rodgers? Like I mean just like what could you possibly get back in return? If you feel like we're on the doorstep of going to a Super Bowl, we we're in two straight conference championship games, we're on the doorstep of going to a Super Bowl, why would you trade him? Like, like, like what, oh it's just it's not gonna work. It's not it's not fixable. I don't buy it. You make it fixable. Like We've seen this, and I made the point last week where I said, man, do you find it any, any sort of a coincidence that, that right after Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl with a new place, you got Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Aaron Rodgers saying they quote-unquote want to be traded? It's not about them really wanting to be traded. It's about them wanting to be able to have some control. Some control with either the roster, some control with either how things are built, and they see what's going on with Brady and they go, oh my God, can I get a taste of that? The problem is, Brady was 20 years in with the Patriots and the Patriots were ready to move on. They were, you could argue they were, and according to reports, they were ready to move on years earlier. That's the big difference here. Green Bay's not ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Next season, maybe it makes a little bit more sense next offseason. Green Bay's not ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. Seattle's not ready to move on from Russell Wilson. The Texans, and, and look, Deshaun Watson's got his own issues right now, but the Texans aren't ready to move on from Deshaun Watson. It takes two to tango here. You can't just get a bunch of guys together and go, oh, my God, let's all uh, – uh, what, what do you say? Let, let's, let's make the drive. Let's go pound drinks and play blackjack until we're uh, blue in the face, uh, but we don't have a DD. We don't have a designated driver. They're not driving. They're not, they're not driving these trades around. They're not just going to acquiesce to Aaron Rodgers and Wilson and Watson and just say, oh, you got it. Here you go. Everybody take whatever we have. Like I just I felt like we all got caught up in the excitement of things, we all got really, really worked up about it, and ultimately, the reality sets in. Logic kicks in, and the fact is, Aaron Rodgers is not getting traded. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. It's at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Um, I do want to welcome in the crew. They're going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio, ladies and gentlemen. This man is the voice of LA sports radio. It's not Fred Rogan. It isn't Fred Rogan. A lot of people say, "Oh, Fred Rogan's the voice of LA sports radio." My ass. His name is Kevin, Kevin Fingers. 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 78, number one.
5: The untradable <laughs> asset to Fox Sports Radio is Jonas Knox. What's going yeah. on, man?
7: <laughs> yeah, that's because nobody else wants me. Yeah, you got to have takers. It's not happening. Uh, yeah, uh, listen, uh, just uh, just hanging out, Kev. What's uh, what's the haps, uh, you know, in, in L.A.? The Dodgers are back. Oh, they're yeah, on, on the fire. League. Oh, yeah. Three
5: in a row. Damn right. Against some quality <laughs> opponents they are, the uh, Seattle Mariners and the Miami Marlins.
7: Uh, but uh, but all is well in, uh, in, in Dodger Nation. Uh, I got to ask you, did Trevor Bauer rubbed teammates the wrong way when he started speaking out for him. Because I have a feeling that it might have might have rubbed people the wrong way.
5: If it did, no one said anything on the record it. about it. Damn so, it. So I'm not saying it has or hasn't. I mean, we've asked multiple players and clubhouse you know people about Trevor Bauer and his antics. When he first came to the Dodgers, he had a camera that he has been carrying along with him to do sort of like a video blog or something. Of course. So a lot of players said, yeah, it's kind of weird. But for the most part, he's a great guy. He's a great teammate. He has our back. So... As of now, you know what are we forty some odd games into the season, give or take? There, there doesn't seem to be much of an issue with them.
7: All right. Well, listen. Uh, I mean, we will we will wait and see. I mean, uh, I, know, for,
5: I know you're waiting, Jonas. You're waiting I, for that ticking time bomb uh, to explode.
7: I, I just look. Unless he's got me fooled, and he's got the whole world fooled, and this is this is almost like a professional wrestling gimmick. Like I, I saw a great documentary. Um, it, there's this there's this show called Dark Side of the Ring. It's phenomenal. And they do these real deep dive into these professional wrestlers and these really complicated lives. And it was on Brian Pillman. And I don't remember, oh, know wow. if you remember Brian Pillman.
5: Very well. Yeah. But
7: his nickname was the loose cannon That's because right. no, nobody knew whether or not he was being serious or if it was all part of the act. Mm-hmm. And as it turned out, it was all part of the act, but he had everybody fooled so much so that when he flipped his car and nearly died in a car accident, everyone thought that was part of the gimmick. Right. Like they, they had no idea. And if, and the, Trevor Bauer, This is either he is just the most obnoxious uh, athlete on planet Earth or. He's got everybody fooled, and and it's and it's the best gimmick in the world. And if that's the case, I salute him. Oh yeah, bravo! It's I mean, just, applause.
5: You talk about WWE; it's like a professional wrestler. It's it's it, the best, and uh, I, I it, think it's probably falls somewhere in between. To be honest
7: yeah. with you, <laughs> no, probably. Yeah, that's why uh, I'm curious to see how this whole thing uh, plays out. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bo Benson is our executive producer here at Fox. You Post never Radio. know what this sick bastard is going to do next. Oh, what's going on, Jonas? Uh, what's happening, Bo? All is well in Dodgerland. I know you're excited about You know, it. Really three, a, it three in
8: a row, but who's counting?
7: Yeah. Um, now, here, I don't know if we want to do this. Remember we used to do this thing called Ticket or Stick It back in the day? It was a set yeah. we did on the show to conclude the show. Yeah. Um, well now that like fans are back in some of these stadiums and we have these uh, these uh, schedules out in the NFL do we want to dig that up at any point like dig up ticket or stick it I mean now oh, yeah. because I mean some of the I mean look I'll, I'll give away what I know about the Raiders game and, and Kev <laughs> you are a Raiders fan I don't know if you're going to pay 800 and something dollars for a nosebleed at, at Allegiant Stadium or field whatever the hell they call
5: it uh, I, yeah, I don't know if you're Hell interested. no how about yeah. that not happening
7: Look, I want to see the stadium. I'm not paying a grand to to just be able to step foot in there and no. and, and watch them play games mm-hmm. on I'd top rather. of on top of drinks. Like, yeah. like, what are we talking about? This is another two three hundred bucks. I think
5: I'll just pay the cover charge to get into the nightclub on a non game day at, at the Vegas <laughs> I'm Stadium. I'm telling you and do that
7: hundred percent. And some of the some of the setups they have the bar setups, the outdoor pools, uh, and I've seen pictures where they got these giant like two thousand uh, foot screen TVs out by the pool. I, man, I'd rather just drive to Vegas. Just hang out there, mm-hmm. and then just roll with it. No, I'm not paying those prices. No way. Uh, what about you, Bo? Are you paying those prices? Or uh, no?
8: Absolutely not. Espe- especially not for NFL games. Uh, I've been I've been to one playoff game. Uh, I went to the Rams Cowboys game. I think 2018, whenever the Rams oh, went to yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, and I think around me there were probably like four or five fights throughout the game. Uh, one guy screaming the entire time that he was the mayor of Dallas. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> that's
7: that's a hell of a move actually uh, yeah no so I'll, about it. I'll I'll
8: go to sofi i think uh once and then probably never again
7: yeah well listen plus you got a wedding coming up you know, and I, I, don't know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed i don't know if you've noticed those are a bit pricey uh they they uh they they catch up on you quick uh it's uh yeah not 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 the most fun uh most enjoy uh, look i told you this off the air once your wedding is over you're gonna go Thank Christ, and I'm never doing it again. Yep, I'm telling you right now.
5: Can't uh, like can't wait, man. Maybe, you know, maybe you can get married at the Vegas Stadium for for the Raiders <laughs> at the nightclub.
9: <laughs> give you some free, give you some free chips. <laughs> yeah, give you some free chips to go gamble that later that night.
7: Imagine that, <laughs> like uh, like Fat Elvis uh, oh, yeah. so does the I do's. Oh, come on, or the man.
8: or the Darth Vader Raider yes. fan with the lightsaber.
7: Yeah. Come on, but Bo, Bo, you got to be open minded to this stuff, man. Yeah, I, oh. we're just getting out of a pandemic for God's sake. Yeah, sakes. I'll
8: I'll run it by my fiance and see what she says.
7: <laughs> yeah. Um. Speaking of, and I don't even have a good transition for this, uh, Chris Perfett is your technical producer. I, w- I was going to say fiancé and then I realized that would have sounded weird uh, so I just rolled with it. Uh, Chris Perfett, uh, what's happening here on Friday into Saturday? Toys.
3: Well, I would have rolled with fiancé, but yeah. I was also too busy. I, w- I was also too busy looking up ticket prices for Lions Rams. So, uh, How much is that? 20 uh, <laughs> To, you want to do the ticket or stick it right now i'm looking no at no, no no don't give, at those... don't give it away don't okay. give it away don't
7: give it away we'll do it later yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah i i i actually am uh, curious about that yeah uh, that, rest assured i, the shirt,
3: I uh, you know i do the pride of detroit stuff and from what i understand there is a big call for a bunch of people in our community to try to meet up for this game probably before or after at hollywood park oh wow but because we're definitely not gonna be able to sit together but very excited to see that game. Very excited to see if uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be there for Monday Night Football, too. Schedule release is always very fun. But it's,
7: it's great. I, I, like, I, don't, I don't understand the people that don't like the schedule release. they yeah, be like, I, oh, I here we go. We're you know, looking ahead to stuff. Like, What are we talking about?
3: We've known who the, the, the NFL, who all the NFL teams are on your team's given schedule, but I still want to know when I'm going to go to these games and which ones are going to be on primetime. Like, yeah. I want to know all of that, although I do want to quickly comment – Bo gave you his his story about last time he went to an NFL game. Last time I went to a Thanksgiving game for the Detroit Lions was 2015 against the Philadelphia Eagles. Two of my friends also went, and we were all in three different sections. And we all got in fights with
7: the Eagles fans. Nice. So well, listen, yeah. they, you got to like, stay consistent. Holiday or not, man, Eagle fans are gonna throw down. I yeah, mean, that
3: was the game. I think Mark Sanchez started, and the Lions put like 40 points on them. So, yeah, that well, was, uh... listen.
7: Uh, um, look, any fan base that celebrates their first Super Bowl by eating horse crap off the street—I mean, it's a good fan like, base, expect? Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's called loyalty. Uh, all right, so we are going to be here uh, all the way until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here on FSR. Coming up next, something that happened in the NFL I'm not a fan of. Uh, I actually uh, call me a nerd. I was I was really into this every year that it went down. We will get into that next for all the latest stuff from around the world of sports. It's Kevin figures
5: By the way, speaking of fights, did you see? What happened in Colorado earlier this week with a hey, when man. a Padre fan went after a Rocky
2: fan? Hey, uh, and keep, keep
7: Hey, keep your guard up at all times. I'm so telling you. You ever watch <laughs> boxing? Remember the Victor Ortiz Floyd Mayweather fight oh, where, where, where they they called, uh, all right, action, and Victor Ortiz thought they were going to hug, and Floyd hit him with a two hitter quitter. <laughs> and everyone said, <laughs> like, oh, that's dirty. Is like, no, it's not. You got to keep your guard up at all times. Yeah, it's like he's so much
5: for those passive, low key West Coast baseball and, fans, huh? And, he was the and, enemy and, territory and just took on all comers.
7: And and by the way, the the, the part about that, and, and I, I don't know the update on the guy who got hit. I hope he's okay. Right. I hope there's no long-term issues. But he looked like a wind puppet outside a car dealership. Oh, yeah. Like, literally tilted over and then bobbed back. Like, I swear, it looked like a wind puppet at a car dealer.
5: Oh, like, if you ever played video games, the fight night video game where you punch a guy and his yeah. knees buckle and he slowly <laughs> yes. falls down.
7: Yes. It's oh, unbelievable.
5: Uh, the Padres did beat the Cardinals earlier tonight, for anybody who was wondering, by the way. Five to four. That one just went final about 20 minutes ago. Elsewhere on the on the diamond since we're at it. The Dodgers, as we mentioned, Scoring eight runs in the second inning, they held on for a 9-6 win over Miami. That is their third straight victory. You had Washington all over Arizona, 17-2. Seattle getting home runs from Mitch Hanniger and Kyle Seager in a victory over Cleveland, Houston, Oakland, and the Yankees with win. Yankees getting two home runs from Aaron Judge as they defeated Baltimore. Rays with a victory over the Mets, 3-2. Home run from Mike Zanino there, snapping the Mets' seven-game win streak. In the NBA, the playoff picture rounding into shape here. In the final days of the regular season, you had Dallas with a victory over Toronto as Luka Doncic had yet another triple-double. With the victory, Dallas ensures they will not have to participate in the play-in tournament. Utah all over Oklahoma City on Friday night. They will clinch the one seat in the West if they beat Sacramento on Sunday. They can also clinch if Phoenix happens to lose one of their final two regular season games. Philadelphia did clinch the the top seat in the East with a blowout win over Orlando. Russell Westbrook with a triple-double for Washington. They clinched a spot in the play-in tournament with a 120-105 to 105 win over the Cavaliers. Back to Jonas Knox.
7: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 10 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of Do You Care? It's an opportunity to be negative. Who doesn't want to be negative, especially at the end of a long week? Uh, you can do it with us. Uh, it's yours uh, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so NFL schedule release comes out. Uh, there's all sorts of different angles and stuff that you can grab uh, at when it comes to the NFL schedule. Um, Here's one that I'm actually a little bummed out about because I thought, based on last season especially, that this could be the norm moving forward. Because when you saw that sports leagues were having to adjust and and make changes and do things differently – I was waiting to see, all right, what's gonna stick around? Like like what are they gonna use from from the pandemic that they fell into and said, oh, you know what now upon further review, we should have been doing this the whole time. And I'm really surprised and a little bummed out that we're not gonna get two Monday night football games to open up the season. Because if you would have asked me last year, during the regular season, If you would have said, all right, um, are we going to have double Monday night football games next season and moving forward? At the very least, I would have said week one. And I actually thought, I wonder if they're going to sprinkle this in a couple of times throughout the year because that was awesome, being able to watch one game and then another, being able to see two games on. it, and, and some of the games were you know canceled and rescheduled because of COVID, and they had these weird start times. Then you had some other ga- games that were on during, like on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. I think Steelers, Washington was on a Wednesday, if I remember correctly. But the point being, I thought there was something to the idea of, you know what, man, uh, you're back at work, here's a Monday, but hey, you got two games to look forward to and i'm stunned that we come back the next year and not only do we not get double monday night football games throughout the course of the season we don't even get it at week 1 which has seemingly been a tradition over the past several years oh well, i don't want to stay up that late and i don't i mean for for god's sakes man it, it's like it's like you're staying up to do brain surgery what you can't stay up a little late to watch a football game and, and the idea that like, no, no, I would just you know the ratings would be so low because everyone would be asleep, no, they wouldn't, not with the popularity of fantasy football and gambling and everything else to go along with it. I've lived on the east coast i i i've I've lived on the East Coast and done morning radio i know what I know what it's like to have to watch a Monday night game and then have to get up and do an update at four in the morning. I get it, I understand the time zone thing i I, I get all of it. But I just thought it was an opportunity for the NFL to introduce something different and showcase other players in primetime spots that maybe they wouldn't have the opportunity to. So... Call me. Uh, look, call me greedy. Call me a little bit of a nerd for wanting the double Monday night football games. I'm excited that you know the season's here. I 17 weeks, 17 games rather. That's cool. Uh, the triple wild card games from last year that was cool. But I kind of had a soft spot in my heart for those double Monday night football games. Just knowing busy weekend, full day of college football on a Saturday, full day of the opening Sunday in the NFL, and to cap it off, you had two more games on a Monday, and now we're not getting it at all Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox coming up next do you care an opportunity to be negative to end your busy week don't go anywhere it's yours right here on FSR Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio you can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now top of next hour um, there's not a lot of things in the world of sports that get me legitimately upset But this is one of them. I am outraged by this developing story out of the NFL on Friday. Absolutely outraged. We will get to that here. uh, Top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show, and it's called this.
2: There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time.
7: DMZ reports.
2: Nah. Let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real
7: question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about. Bo?
8: All right. So uh, newly drafted Ravens guard Ben Cleveland is apparently fond of eating squirrel. Uh, Jonas, do you care?
7: <laughs> All right, I actually do. Um, I love it. O- only be- like, how do you get to that point? Like, like what? Like, like what wasn't available that it was like, oh okay.
8: Yeah. Well, apparently he's a he's a a, a Georgia boy, so you know maybe times get tough in the backwoods there, and
7: I, I mean. Yeah, like, I, I've been to Georgia, you know, I, I had uh, fish tacos. Like, I, I, don't, <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't get, like, like where, at what point are you like, you know what, I'm going to go with squirrels. And it's this whole, like, well, don't knock it till you tried it. All right, well, I've, I've, never, I've never tried angel dust either. Like, like, what do we, like, am I, am I supposed to try that out too before I give an opinion as to whether or not I'm not into it? I just, I want to know what he won't eat. That, that's what I'd love. I would love to know. All right, so you'll eat squirrels. Where's your cutoff point? Is it sewer rats? Uh, is it uh, you know dead dogs? Like like what are we like where are we at with the I won't eat it when it comes to Ben Cleveland's appetite? I just it's very strange. Next.
8: Bucks quarterback Tom Brady will be ready to throw next week for the first time after his off season surgery. Never uh, heard of. Do them. you care?
7: I, I do care. Only because of this. I love, it. I love they, it. They have one of the one of the best rosters in the NFL. They're defending Super Bowl champions, all of that stuff. But you know it's still surgery. I mean, I mean, they still had to do something there, and you know, he was walking around with a knee sleeve on while he was at his, you know, Super Bowl boat parade when when he when he got bombed uh, and was being uh, carried around by his backup quarterback. So there was something clearly bothering him, and I don't think it's going to be like this devastating injury, but I just wonder. Like you can't deny the fact that he's older, that healing is a little bit different when you're that age as opposed to when you're younger. And, you know, I just wonder, is this maybe a little bit of a, a peek into what we could see as maybe a little bit more of a down season than some people are expecting? Next.
8: Uh, your favorite team, the Lakers, are still unsure of LeBron James' status for the final two games of the uh, NBA regu- regular season. Uh, do you care? No,
7: I don't. I'm, I don't, I don't care. care. I really don't. I just like I don't know what is what is happening with LeBron's injury status. Like I don't I don't I really don't understand. Like one minute we're hearing oh he's going to play against the Knicks and then it was a last minute scratch and then it was this and then and and I don't know if it's because he's legitimately not ready to play or if this is some sort of gamesmanship that you know he's gonna talk down about how he hates the play-in tournament and all that and then he's gonna go there they're gonna win the play-in tournament and then they're gonna make a playoff run and he can look back and say even when i didn't want to play i still went through it's just like it just it just feels odd to me next
8: all right the uh nhl playoffs kick off later today uh while the regular season wraps up on Tuesday after Vancouver's uh, COVID issues earlier in the season. Uh, do you care?
7: Yeah, I do, man. Listen, uh, playoff hey, I hockey love is here. awesome. Uh, I, I'm, I am looking forward to it. Uh, I, I will be watching games and overtime playoff hockey is stressful. And if you want to rifle through a bunch of beers in a 20 minute span, watch an overtime playoff hockey game. Like you don't even realize how much you're drinking until you get up and you fall over the coffee table. I'm telling you playoff hockey is here and I'm looking forward to it. Next Next.
8: All right. Target has seized the sale of popular sports and Pokemon cards due to safety concerns, uh, mostly due to massive crowds and the occasional violence. Uh, Jonas, do you care? I, uh,
7: I, yeah. Like like, what? All of a sudden. And that's the way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like it. All of a sudden sports cards are, are popular again yeah like like this is the like all of a sudden like trading cards are now popular man i've got like a a bunch of trading cards from the 90s somewhere like late 80s early 90s that when i stopped collecting them that are probably worth a fortune i just i I mean i i don't understand and why why are we fighting over this was black friday all over again next
8: uh sci-fi has announced that they will continue the cheerleading series bring it on Uh, With a Halloween movie that will take the franchise into the slasher horror genre. (laughs) Jonas, do you care?
7: Hold on a second. It's a cheerleading movie that's going to turn into a slasher horror genre?
8: Bring It On was a a great cheerleading movie back in the 90s, maybe early 2000s, and now it's a (laughs) slasher film on sci-fi.
7: You know what? Yes, I do. I I I will give that a spin. Back in the day, there was one of the worst movies of all time. It was called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I'm telling you, it's awful, but it's worth a watch because of the name. You talk about outrage in the NFL. I am really, really bothered by this story. Uh, it, uh, it it really irks me to see somebody get preferential treatment in the National Football League, and we will get into that here. Coming up in just a couple of moments from now, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeart Radio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83, and wherever you are, we appreciate you making us a part of your weekend here on FSR and we're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio Um, so uh, I also, by the way, I was mentioning uh, last hour that this NBA play-in tournament, there's going to be people that are against it right now that are going to watch it for the first time this year and go "All right, I was wrong I was wrong. And I'm telling you that days ahead of time. And I'm telling you that because that's somebody who didn't like the wild card game in baseball, didn't like the extra point uh, being moved back to 33 yards, and I was wrong on both accounts. So I'm telling you, I was wrong. And if you are against the play-in tournament, you are going to be wrong. NBA fan or not, when it's all on the line like that, it's going to be a blast. And so now people have tweeted into me other things that they have been wrong about. All right, so so people have been tweeting into me uh, throughout the course of the show, letting me know uh, stuff that they thought was completely wrong. Uh, I will read some of those uh, later on in the hour here but uh, but everybody uh, start to think about some things that you thought were going to be a fad that, that were not going to work that were going to be a, a bust and it wasn't going to be successful, and we will uh, all have fun at each other 's expenses here coming up later on in the hour so we'll have we'll, we'll do that we'll, uh, we'll uh, you know uh, uncover uh, some uh, some secrets from the past some feelings from the past here, and we'll do it on Fox Sports Radio. But uh, speaking of feelings, it takes a lot for me to get bothered by something. Um, and, and, and this bothers me. Um, this situation uh, uh, bothers me a lot, um, as a matter of fact. So I was reading um, this story out of the NFL Um, And I haven't been this livid about an NFL story in a long time. Because at my core, I don't like people that jump to the front of the line. I just don't like it. I think, I think everybody should get an opportunity. And so I don't like the idea that somebody just based on uh, stature or based on wherever they are gets to jump in, in front of the line. Just, I, I just, I'm not a fan of it. I don't like it at all. I, just, I don't like the idea that certain people are put on pedestals and certain people get opportunities that others who maybe are more deserving don't get. And it's happening in the NFL right now. And um, we've got a guy who's been out of the NFL for a while. And he is now trying out as a tight end when he's never played the position before. I am absolutely disgusted that not only is this guy getting this opportunity, but that this guy is taking this opportunity. I am disgusted because how dare Kelvin Benjamin try out for the Giants as a tight end? I mean, who the hell does this guy think he is? Seriously. He's been out of the NFL for years. He hasn't played tight end before, and all of a sudden Kelvin Benjamin is going to try out as a as a tight end for the Giants. So these reports are coming out uh, via Pat Leonard of the New York Daily News. Kelvin Benjamin, a white like he's never he's never played the position before. He's taken that position from somebody else. I mean, I mean, all these other tight ends that are out there looking for work, and Kelvin Benjamin, who's never played it before, hadn't been in the NFL for a while. He's going to go take their job, take their opportunity. I mean, that's how this works, right? This is what we do, right? Like this is. Because, I mean, I'm assuming Kelvin Benjamin's going to get buried by the media like Tim Tebow did, right? I mean, that's – like, I'm just – I'm playing by the rules here. Like, that's how this works. I'm supposed to be disgusted and outraged and bothered that somebody who hasn't played the position before is getting an opportunity after being out of the league for years – And I'm supposed to go off the rails and and talk about all sorts of other aspects of this. Like that's, I mean, based on what I saw when it came to the reaction to Tim Tebow, I'm assuming we would have the same reaction when we see that Kelvin Benjamin, who's been out of the league for years, is now coming back to try and be a tight end for the Giants. I, I mean, I'm just going on assumptions here. Because that's what I heard when it came to Tim Tebow. So I just want to know that we're all on the same page. And so I'm assuming that he would get the same kind of, and, and, and guess what? Who cares? Honestly, good for Kelvin Benjamin. I hope he makes the team and guess what? Same for Tim Tebow. I hope Tim Tebow makes the Jaguars roster too. And I hope he makes it as a tight end. Honestly, the outrage this week over the Tim Tebow stuff was comical Literally comical. The, the franchise that nobody cares about, that nobody talks about, nobody's interested in nothing. All of a sudden, they decide they want to bring in Tim Tebow for a tryout at tight end, and now we're going to be up in arms about him? What about all the players he's t- taken away an opportunity from? All right, name them. Please. You're scouting the wires. Go ahead, name them. Like what? What tight ends are we talking about here that Tim Tebow's taking a job away from? Like what? Like what are we talking about? Pure comedy. I just sat back and I was watching on social media, going, "You got to be kidding me! This is this is a real thing. Like like this is happening." Like I did, I worked with Rob Parker earlier this week, and we were talking about it a little bit. And and he was pointing out, you know, just the racial aspect of it. And I said, "Well, hold on a second, man. Like Logan Thomas was a quarterback at Virginia Tech. He's now a tight end in Washington. Like well, I, Like I didn't hear anybody talk about how he jumped the line." I didn't hear anybody talk about how Kelvin Benjamin, quote-unquote, jumped the line, but because it's Tim Tebow, he's jumping the line because he wants to try out as a tight end. Remember Brock Lesnar? He tried out at D-end at Vikings training camp. He didn't make the team. That's why he went out for the UFC. That's the story of Brock Lesnar. He was in the WWE, got fed up with the travel, Wanted to try out for football because he hadn't played football since he was in high school. The Vikings gave him a training camp tryout. He ended up being okay. Okay enough to where he made it to the final cuts. And then they ultimately decided he's not football material. Opportunity probably to be on the practice squad. He didn't want to do it. But he tried out and guess what? We were all okay afterwards because he went on to the UFC and he won the heavyweight championship and the rest of his. We were okay. Everybody's going to survive. Tim Tebow getting a tryout for the Jaguars. It's going to be okay, everybody. It's not going to be the end of the world. Like, it, it's literally peak fake outrage. It's fake. It's almost like you had some people who remember what it was like to do sports talk radio back in 2011 when Tim Tebow was at his highest point. And they were like, "Oh my God, I get to dust off these takes again and and, and roll." Oh my, oh, welcome aboard! Like it's 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 like thinking you lost a pair of slippers, and then all of a sudden you find them in the back of the closet, and they fit like a glove. Oh my God, that what what a glorious feeling! Like what a glorious feeling that old pair of sweatpants that you haven't seen in a while, and then they pop up and they fit the same as they did the first time you bought them. Paint stains, ketchup stains, maybe a skid mark from that accident at the chili cook-off, but they fit perfectly. Everybody who had a Tebow take from 2011 just recycled that son of a bitch right, right back around 10 years later. Let's recycle him up. I don't like Tim Tebow. I don't like what he stands for. I don't like the opportunities. he's. Oh, my God, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because he's trying out to be a tight end? Like that's what we're upset about. You know the odds on Tim Tebow to make the roster? Like uh, there's literally betting odds out there. And earlier in the week it was 3 to 1 that he wouldn't make the roster, which means he's such a significant underdog to make the roster that if you bet on him to not make it, you got to pay 300 to win 100. He's a 3 to 1 underdog to make the Jaguars roster. And people are coming unglued about the idea of him getting an opportunity kelvin benjamin is coming back as a tight end never played the position before never played been out of the league for years and guess what good for him and good for logan thomas and good for tim tebow and good for brock lesnar and good for all these guys who want to give it a shot and if it doesn't work it doesn't work Like, I I don't like – NFL teams have signed guys off YouTube videos. Like, like, literally, there was a guy from a small college in the western part of Illinois, and I know this because I have family from the western part of Illinois, Monmouth, Illinois, uh, near Galesburg, and there was a guy, a quarterback, a couple of years ago – I don't remember his name – But this guy had a great YouTube video of all these throws, these just crazy throws that he was able to make. He got signed. I didn't hear anybody say, oh, my God, he's cutting the line. What about so-and-so? And And that guy had no NFL experience. None. But he got an opportunity. Like, this has happened all throughout the history of the NFL. But this is the time that we're going to get upset about Tim Tebow. What? Who cares if he tries out? Doesn't mean he's going to make the team. And if he tries out and he's actually decent, guess what? Hey, man, this guy can play. Good for him. Get this. Sign him. uh, Give him a long-term extension. Whatever you want to do, franchise him. Who cares? I, I, I don't understand the outrage. It's a relationship business. He's got a relationship with Urban Meyer, the coach. Do you want to know why Kelvin Benjamin is getting a look at tight end with the Giants? Because he was drafted in Carolina by Dave Gettleman, who's now the GM with the Giants. Do you see how this works? It's a relationship business. Tim Tebow's got a relationship. That's why Urban Meyer's giving him a shot. Kelvin Benjamin had a relationship. That's why he's getting a shot. That's how this works. But we're going to pretend like, oh, no, no, you got to earn it. You got to grind your way up. Man, do you know how many people do sports talk radio that have done a fart and a thimble amount of work that I have to get to where they are? Do you see me bitching about it? Do you see me going, oh, my God, so-and-so got his gig because his dad had a gig or he knew? No, it's the way of the world. I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan about it. People get opportunities based on who they know all the time. It happens everywhere. This is normal. If you know the owner to a club that you're trying to get into, if you know the owner and there's a long line and you roll up and you go, oh, my God, we're waiting around the corner. We're going to be here for an hour and a half. If the owner came out to you and said, hey, man, just come on in, are you going to say, nah, I'm going to wait out here with everybody else because I don't think it's fair? My ass. You're going to get in there as fast as you possibly can and be double fisting drinks the rest of the night. Everybody does this. You know somebody, you get an opportunity. It's how this works. You can sit here and you can cry and complain about it, but it is what it is. This is how this works. Tebow trying out to be a tight end with the Jaguars is because he knows Urban Meyer, they have a relationship, and on top of all that, who gives a crap? Stop being upset about it, because if you're going to be upset about that, you're going to be upset about a lot of things in sports. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio... Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Um, we're going to take you again all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern Time here on Fox Sports Radio. We want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com/slash yes 2021 Nielsen report. Limitations apply. All right, coming up next. Uh, you talk about an embarrassing situation there is somebody in sports who cannot help but embarrass themselves i'll tell you who they are next year on fsr
10: jonas is killing it today
7: jonas knox fox sports radio Coming up in, uh, we will call 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to have another edition of Guess That Garbage. It is basic NFL trivia. If you're a fan of the NFL, if you've been paying close enough attention, this should not be a problem. But for whatever reason, you guys are really bad at this. So we will give you an opportunity at that. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Guess That Garbage coming up in, uh, we'll call it uh, about 10 minutes from now on Fox sports radio. So, uh, NFL trivia, uh, lots of, uh, news and notes from around the league. It is a year long tradition. Uh, and we will, uh, we will have that for you here coming up uh, on Fox sports radio operators are standing by eight, seven, seven, 99 on Fox, eight, seven, seven, nine, nine, six, six, three, six, nine. Um, all right. This, uh, this situation with the Broncos, and Jawan James, uh, and, and now uh, they've got another injury, and it just like first of all, who, who the people that are getting that are having their reputations damaged here, like who this looks bad for, is the NFLPA. Let, let's just like, get that straight out into the open. But Deshaun Hamilton, who's a wide receiver for the Broncos, they were reportedly going to were trying to trade him anyways. He blew out his knee offsite. Not at the facility working out. This is also comes on the heels of Juwan James, uh, who suffered the uh, Achilles tendon uh, tear that he dealt with, um, and uh, he was also cut by the Broncos. Uh, he also went before he was released and called out the NFLPA to do something. And there's this, there's this debate going on about players having to show up should they have to show up should they have to be there as much as you know the the voluntary involuntary all of that stuff that goes along with it this i just want to get this right out in the open right right in the front all right so so consider the source consider who this is coming from doesn't mean everybody feels this way there's a lot of people that don't feel this way this is just a personal preference for me and call me old school, call me a kiss-ass, uh, say I have no social life, whatever you want to say. Anywhere I've ever worked, if showing up was voluntary, I considered it mandatory. I don't know why. Maybe it's my guilt complex. Maybe it's my you know, fear of being lazy. I, I, I don't know what it... But I just assume that if it's voluntary, show up. Like, if there's a, 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 a holiday... I mean, I don't have to work, but I'll work. Just because, I mean, I mean, it's you know, fine. I love my job. That also helps. But it was also like that when I wasn't doing sports radio. I just, if it was voluntary and there was an opportunity to show up, I showed up for whatever reason. I, I just felt like it put me in a better spot. Um, it made me feel like I knew everything. I was doing everything I possibly could to grow and get better and all that stuff. So that's just personal preference and i understand that with the nfl you got these contract bonuses and you got uh, you know all these other you know things that that factor in with these players wanting to show up or not show up or whatever the case may be but when you see this stuff happen to the broncos where you've got multiple players now getting hurt away from the facility and you've got the nfl pa scrambling a week ago, calling out uh, the NFL for trying to, uh, you know, uh, that there was, you know, some sort of a weasel move to, you know, use Jawan James's injury to remind players that this is what could happen. If you suffer an injury away from uh away from site, uh, that uh, this is a, uh, you know, a reason why you should be at the facility or what like, man, if these are voluntary, me personally, I want to be at the facility. And I talked to Brady Quinn who played for the Broncos and I do a show with Brady on Sunday nights, and he told me, "Man, Denver's strength and conditioning coach, like, is one of the best in the business." And this is somebody Brady, who's dealt with injuries his entire career, and is still dealing with injuries post career, and been in a bunch of different places. He said he's one of the best in the business. Like, if you wanted to get your body right and be ready to go, like, that's that's the guy you roll with. But it's this whole NFLPA situation where they're trying to save face now and you know they they're coming out and you've got the NFL you know trying to okay we'll modify some stuff and you got teams that are modifying their voluntary show up here and we'll change it to this and we'll adjust here and they're trying to play nice and all this stuff but bottom line is it's such a bad look for the NFLPA like you feel bad for the players who get injured Juwan James who had injury issues before he sat out because of covid and You know, the Broncos didn't have to cut him. They didn't have to do all this stuff. But there were other factors, not just this injury that went along with the decision to move on from him. But when you got him calling out the NFLPA saying, hey, man, like, like, where are you? Like, what's going on? I actually wonder how many of these players in the NFL knew that if they suffered an injury away from their away from their team facility, that that team could get out of the contract. Honestly, like, I wonder how many players do that. And you could say, well, they should know that. They should read the fine print. That's nice, but it also would help if you had somebody above you saying, hey, reminder, this is the deal. This is the deal. This is what happens. Here's your – this is it. Players have a lot going on. They got a lot that they're trying to get ready for, a lot that they're dealing with at home. Simple reminders to let them know the risks of what comes along with the decisions they're making, especially if you as a union is pushing for players to not show up, to say, oh, we don't need to show up. Look at how successful we were last season. Don't show up at all. I wonder how many of those conversations also included, hey, by the way, if you don't show up and you suffer an injury, tough balls. Like this, this is financially, uh, contractually, this is where we're at when it comes to these teams and what and what they even have to do. And it just, like, I, I look at this and and I, and I see, okay, tough break for the Broncos, terrible for the players, and also the NFL, PA just looks bad. They look unprepared. I mean they look and especially when you consider like the media blitz they went on. The NFLPA went on this media blitz a couple of years ago to try and get their side of the story out and try and let everybody know, hey, things are going to be different this time around, man. We're really going to stand our ground. Things are going to be different. And I know that because I remember doing shows. I remember doing a show specifically here at Fox Sports Radio. We were on remote on location in Las Vegas for Mayweather McGregor. This is this is how I remember this. And we were there in the media room, and I was doing a show, and one of the topics of conversation was DeMarie Smith coming out and saying, hey, man, when this new, when this new CBA comes around, we're not playing nice guy anymore. We feel like we've been wrong, and we're going to get what we want. And I remember Mark Schlereth saying on the air with us, yeah, 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 big talk, and what are they going to do? They're going to cave if they get a couple of little nibbles here at, a, at a, you know, not having to wear their helmet at practice or being allowed to smoke weed or whatever the case may be. And lo and behold, here we are three years later, and what did the NFLPA do? Lost their ass like completely lost 10 year deal the owners not only got what they wanted they got an extra uh, a game in the regular season they got more playoff games like it's just like it's crazy like, and, and you see all this stuff and, and, and it's why I look at this and I go man it sucks for the Broncos it sucks for these players but the NFL PA looks so bad and worse than bad they look unprepared Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio uh, you can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app 877-99 on Fox is the phone number 877 6369 that is an important number and here's why every single week we play a little something called Guess That Garbage we go around the Country, sometimes we even go around the world and we see who out there knows their NFL. If you've been paying attention to the NFL over the past week, if you think you know your National Football League, and you've got the balls, 877-99-ON-FOX is the phone number. Guess that garbage is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Kevin Figures.
5: And Friday night in the NBA, the 76ers clinched the top seed in the Eastern Conference with a 122-109 to victory over the Orlando Magic. Utah controls their own destiny in the Western Conference. They defeated Oklahoma City on friday night and they just need to beat sacramento on sunday to clinch the one seed in the west they can also clinch if phoenix loses one of their last two regular season matchups against san antonio the nuggs moved into the three seed after beating the pistons along with the clippers lost to houston luka Doncic with a triple double to lead the mavericks over toronto the victory means dallas cannot finish any worse than sixth in the western conference and back east yet again the wizards getting a triple double from wesley rustbrook as they clinch a spot in the play-in tournament with a victory over Cleveland. In Major League Baseball, Mariners' top prospect Jared Kelnick had three hits, including his first big league home run as Seattle beat Cleveland 7-3. Max Muncy with a home run for the Dodgers in a 9-6 win over Miami. Oakland hit four home runs in a 6-1 victory over Minnesota. Royals and White Sox split a doubleheader, wins for Boston, Houston, and Colorado. Tampa Bay beat the Mets 3-2, snapping a New York seven-game win streak. Yankees getting two home runs from Aaron Judge in a win over Baltimore. Back to Jonas Knox.
7: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we will have guests that Garbage coming up here in just a moment. Uh, Kev, um, In uh, I want to do this in about 15 minutes from now. Um, much like I was wrong about the wild card game in baseball and the uh, extra point being moved back, I think there's going to be people that were wrong about not liking the play in tournament because I think it's going to be awesome in the NBA. Come up with whatever – like, and I want everybody on the show, think about what you were wrong about. Upon further review, even if it's not sports, upon further review, what were you wrong about when it came to uh, something that popped up that all of a sudden became very, very successful? Because I think everybody's got one of those out there. I think everybody's got one. So in uh, about 15 minutes from now, we will dive into all that. We're going to expose uh, all, our, uh, all our inaccuracies and things that we got wrong, uh, and we'll do that for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show every single week, and it's called this.
2: Oh, my God. Ah! What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stanky stinks. This stinks. He stonk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's guess that garbage
7: every single week here on fox sports radio we go around the country and we see who out there knows their nfl who knows their basic national football league trivia and here's the thing these are all stories that are relating to current events in the nfl stories from the past several days and we will see who out there wants to be a part of this and we will get things started in ohio where mitchell is listening here on fox sports radio mitchell what's happening
10: Hey, what's up, Jonas?
7: Uh, what are you doing, Mitchell? You throwing papers or what? Yeah, delivering papers. Hey, I just wanted to say your monologue at the top of the
10: hour—it's the people that saying that stuff that disgusts me so much
7: hate in this country anymore oh yeah about uh, tebow yeah i hear you listen man I, I'm, I'm with you I don't, I don't get it it's very very uh, very puzzling a uh, guy wants to try out for tight end and all of a sudden uh, we act like he's a drug addict uh who uh, who killed a family and and he's uh, he's trying to make a return to the nfl i don't get it it's weird uh but never mind that uh, so uh mitchell you are uh are you now you're tossing papers correct yeah all right so how we feeling man how it's been a while since we heard from you what's going on where you been
10: uh,
7: just had some papers all the time. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, it's man. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, it feel it better be getting warm. It's May, for God's sakes. Uh, so we appreciate you, as always, uh, being a part of the program. Uh, all right. So, Mitchell, here's the question we have for you. Now, a lot of people have complained that the guess that garbages from the past several weeks have been very difficult. So I'm going to start off with an easy one for you. All right. Who's playing the season opener in the NFL this next season? Who's the season opener?
2: Well, you know I'm a
10: Cowboys fan, Jonas, so yeah, you're right. This is pretty easy for me, the Bucks and the Cowboys.
7: Damn right it is. There you go, on the board. Listen, Ed, that was – I threw you a bone, Mitchell. All right, you you throw papers, I throw you a bone here on Guess That Garbage. Don't be a stranger. We miss you uh, here on FSR. Yeah, cowboys Bucks. I mean, now, I would have argued that maybe there were some other matchups that would have been better matchups from a a stylistic standpoint. Maybe Buffalo and Tampa would have been a fun one. But nonetheless, the NFL said, screw it. We're going to roll out America's team. We're going to roll out ratings. And it it might end up being the highest-rated game all the way until week four, in which it'll be uh, Tom Brady against Belichick. And that'll overtake this one as the highest-rated game. Uh, All right, so let's uh, continue on. Here it is, Guess That Garbage on Fox Sports Radio. And let's go to Blind CB. Bass in Nashville, blind. What's happening?
2: Not much, Jonas. How's it going?
7: What are you drinking?
2: Red's apple ale.
7: What is that? You've never had a red? What is that like a cider? No, it's um, no, it's um, it's a beer with an apple finish. Huh? Interesting. No, I never heard of it.
10: Yeah, never, uh, yeah, never heard of it. it. Oh, okay, yeah, they got okay. red apple ale, uh, green apple ale, strawberry kiwi peach.
7: You know, isn't a, You sure that's not like a, a cider, like a like an apple cider? Mm-hmm. Or am, no. I thinking of, am I thinking of Angry Orchard? Maybe I'm thinking, You're of, thinking Angry of Angry Orchard. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Listen, you know we're we're just all seltzered out in this country. There's too many damn seltzers. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of seltzers uh, for whatever reason. They don't sit well with me. But never mind all that. Uh, all right, so sea um, uh, bass, uh, we got a question for you. here. So we mentioned uh, the Cowboys and the Bucks who are playing in the opener. So Tom Brady is going to play. The only team he hasn't beaten in his NFL career this year. Who is it? Do it. I'm on the Cowboys. Blind are you there? Are you, are you are you there? I said the Cowboys. Okay, so so you don't think he's played the Cowboys ever in his NFL career? I can't remember. But
2: no, yeah, I'm just going
7: to stick with the Cowboys. All right. Well, that is incorrect. Not this time. No, the, that is incorrect. This is a little bit of a trick question. I'm kind of a D-bag for asking it. Uh, it's the Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady has never played the Patriots before. Uh, he's got wins against every team in the NFL except for the Patriots because, of course, he played there for 20 years. So a little bit of a D-bag move by me. But, hey, you know what, man? I, go, I can make the rules out however I want. All right? Like, I'm not hurting anybody here. Uh, you know, Blind Seabass gets the game. He understands the rules. It, it's cutthroat out there man as he's drinking uh uh angry orchard ale or whatever the hell he's drinking all right so from blind sea bass in nashville we got a blind seahawks fan in washington blind what's happening what's up jonas how are you doing tonight you tell me what are you doing what's going on just kind of
10: chilling playing video games the usual friday night listen to you uh now i i don't know if chris perfect has this in the system but i don't know if you've heard this i tweeted at you about this chris russard rob parker's partner probably did one of the worst impressions I think I've ever heard and that's of your last it, it's it's pretty bad
7: yeah I don't listen uh, I you know I don't, uh, you know, I'm just doing, I'm just minding my own business on weekend overnights. If I'm going to be bullied, if I'm going to be bullied by the weekday guys, I mean, this is just, uh, this is not going to be a fun existence. I'm just minding my own <laughs> business. I literally just, just trying to do a weekend sports radio and uh, you know, the, the, the big shots on the weekdays are picking on me.
8: It's unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's a little
7: jealous. I think that's all it is. Uh, no, I I don't, I don't, I don't I, there's nothing to be jealous of. Trust me. Nothing at all to no, be jealous you're of. You're on the grind yeah uh, listen I'm, yeah damn right I'm just trying to trying to make ends meet in this uh, sick and twisted world know uh, here's my here's my question for you blind so I mentioned that Tom Brady the only team he hasn't beaten in his NFL career is the Patriots so my question for you is this three quarterbacks in the NFL in the history of the NFL have beaten all 32 teams. I'm going to give you a list of names. I want you to tell me which one of these is not on that list. All right? So which right. one of these quarterbacks is not one of the three to beat every team in, in the NFL, in the history of the league? All right? So here are your options. Is it Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Joe Montana, or Brett Favre? Brett Favre. That is incorrect. <laughs> Joe Montana is the correct answer. Yes. Uh, there's only three quarterbacks in the history of the NFL who have beaten every team. It is Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, and Brett Favre. And if Tom Brady can beat the Patriots in week four, he will join that list. So, you know, I started out easy, but these questions I've re- I'm realizing now upon further review are getting more and more difficult. All right. So uh, we go to Michael, who is in Oregon listening here on Fox Sports Radio. Michael, what's happening? Uh, nothing
10: too much, Jonas. How about yourself?
7: Uh, just, you know, hanging out, doing a show, just uh, talking NFL, some sports, some grab ass, booze, <laughs> women. You know, just the same old, just the usual. Uh, what are you doing, man?
6: I'm just sipping on some wine and then listening to the show like I do every Friday and
7: well, hoping you know to what? play in this game. Well, listen, we we appreciate you doing so. Now, what kind of wine are we talking about? I'm not much of a wino. I don't know much about it, but uh, but what do we got? I
6: got uh, some uh, white, sin, white Zinfandel from uh, Sutter home. Probably
10: nothing, you know, too high quality, but, you know, it's decent.
7: Hey, listen, it gets the job done. That's all that matters. Uh, now, Michael, Michael, I have a true or false for you here. True or false? Okay. Every team in the NFL has at least one primetime game this season. Is that true or false?
2: Jeez, oh, I haven't looked that hard on the schedule. <sighs> I would like
10: to think this is true,
6: but I wouldn't know about like a team like the Jaguars or the Jets. Go with with your gut. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. I'm going to go with false. I'm going to go with false. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Mm -hmm. false.
7: That is incorrect. Right. Uh, it is true. That's the wrong. Yeah, number. Listen, you had it there. You you can't switch your answers. That's the rule growing up. You can't switch your answers last minute. You had it. You were going to say true. Yes, as a matter of fact, every team in the NFL gets at least one primetime game this year. And good for them. All right. So uh so uh, not not good for you because you missed the question, uh, which brings us to JJ who is in Seattle here on Fox Sports Radio. JJ, what's happening? not what fans no, another night at home. Um, now, what do you, are you uh, drinking as well, or what? What do we got going on? I had a tall can of White Claw
10: pretty early in the night, but that's about it. It stopped right there.
7: All right. Well, uh, well here's the uh, question we have for you. This is multiple choice. All right. So we've got the Packers and the Saints in week one. All right. So that's the matchup in week one for Green Bay. Now, Aaron Rodgers' status is up in the air as of now. They're, you know, having that little back and forth. My question for you is this. The last time the Packers played the Saints without Aaron Rodgers, who was their starting quarterback? And here are your options. Was it Deshaun Kaiser, Brett Hundley, Matt Flynn, Scott Tolzien, or Scott Shapiro? Uh, let's go uh, the Ringers,
10: since I don't know for sure. We'll say Scott Shapiro.
7: That is correct. I mean, there. you know, I mean, you guess the ringer, you get the point, you are a veteran of the game, you know the rules. Uh, the real answer is Brett Hundley. Uh, Brett Hundley, back in 2017, he was their starter. Aaron Rodgers was banged up, obviously. Uh, and with that... A 2-3 and performance on this week's edition of Guess That Garbage. Uh, Not a great job at all by any of you guys, uh, except for a couple. Uh, But don't worry, we will be back next week, same time, same place here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next here, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. We're going to talk about good ideas that we thought would fail and we were wrong. And it's yours next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR it is in it, probably the most interesting quarterback situation in the NFL uh, and one team is going to make a really really fast decision we will have that for you here at the top of the hour 10 minutes from now on FSR want to let you know we are brought to you by Navian for hot water that never runs out go tankless with Navian Navian tankless water heaters provide endless hot water for spotlight comfort visit tanklessmade and save hundreds of of low uh, with local rebates tanklessmadesimple.com all right so um i want to go around the room on something here all right i acknowledged and admitted earlier in the show uh i i think the nba playing tournament is going to be fantastic uh, i think people are, are going to really like it uh, they're going to be really excited about it and there are actual people out there who are not fans of it that don't think it's going to be fun, that don't like the idea that we have this playing tournament, LeBron James being one of them, I think you guys are going to feel like idiots afterwards because I think this is going to be awesome. And I know that because I was wrong about the wild card game in Major League Baseball. I didn't like that. I was wrong. Uh, I was wrong about the extra point being moved back. And I thought, you know what? Does anybody else on this show have something they've been wrong about? So here we go. Let's go around the room. Um, What did you think? Even if it's not sports, what did you think was not going to work that you were flat out wrong on kevin figures the voice of la sports radio do you have anything in your uh, that comes to mind for you
5: yeah i'll keep it in the nba i'm not a huge fan of all-star games of what they've done the last couple of seasons with determining the end of the all-star game not by time on the clock but the amount of points you have to score or i think adds a little extra element and adds extra juice to the end of the game more so okay. than we've seen in previous years
7: all right. No, listen. Uh, I
5: And I initially hated the idea, but when I actually saw it in execution, I was like, this isn't bad.
7: Well, you know what it was? I think the presentation of how it was going to work was so confusing with right. all the numbers that it was like, what? what? Yeah. Like it, just, it felt like it was good. But once you understood how they broke it down and just the cumulative points and all that stuff, yeah, it made a little bit more sense. All right. That's fair enough. All right. So, uh, Bo Benson, uh, anything sports, not sports related, that you didn't think was going to work, and ultimately it ended up working, and, and you came out looking uh, on the short end of the stick because you were absolutely dead wrong on it.
8: Yeah. Uh, sports related, um, I thought Josh Allen was going to be a total bust. Uh, <laughs> his his college his college <laughs> tape was uh, not inspiring and. Uh, I, I didn't think he would succeed succeed at all. Uh, <laughs> non sports related, I watched one episode of Game of Thrones and thought it was really boring, and I, <gasps> I never thought it would take off the way it did. I
7: totally agree. I, I I I thought the same thing. I thought, man, what do I care about dragons and corpses, uh, like flying around skies and ice people? And I I thought it was. A, and then I watched it. And I said I was wrong. I screwed that up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm totally with you, uh, Chris Perfet. Sports, not sports. What were you dead wrong about not working that ended up being a success?
3: Well, to not just further kill myself about missing out on Bitcoin or thinking Bitcoin wasn't going to be a big thing back in 2012, I will stick to sports. Um, I thought the U.S. men's national soccer team was going to take off after that uh, World Cup in Rio that we all, uh, I mean, in Brazil that we all thought was really good. And they. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone's watching the men's team right now. They've kind of cratered.
7: Uh, yeah, you got to put uh, – well, although I, I am hearing that they're, uh, that they're under 21 players. They've got
3: really some good young guys. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a few years in the weeds for, for the U.S. Yeah, yeah
7: I've, I've been hearing that, by the way, since the 20s, uh, just for, <laughs> for, for, for the record. Uh, now, I mean, I'm, su- I'm surprised Kevin Figures wasn't going to be honest about this. I mean, I'm surprised you're actually holding out, Kev. Like, this is actually disappointing. Okay. You Disappoint me. What did I miss? I mean, because Kevin Figures was pounding the table years ago saying, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, In and Out is going to be a failure. In and Out <laughs> is not going to work. It's going to be a failure. And yet here we are, Kev, all these years later, and people can't get enough of the place. Uh,
5: you're you, right. Man. And I still, to this day, don't understand it. And I <laughs> never will.
7: What? 10 seconds. What's the big gripe with In and Out? What is your issue with In-N-Out?
5: The fact that they are so popular, yet their burgers are so average. And I just don't understand the the hype over it.
7: (laughs) I just don't get it. There's a lot we could do with that statement, and I'll leave it alone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not going there. We've got ourselves a hype train in the NFL and the unfortunate part is there may be some casualties as it goes off the rails. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and wherever you are taking part in this program we appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox sports radio, a busy, busy weekend as usual in the NFL news and notes, busy weekend around the world of sports. And we've got a hype train, an absolute hype train. It is already off and running. Um, and, and here's the situation. I believe, and I was saying this earlier, that there are three rookie quarterback car- uh, categories right now. All right, meaning the quarterbacks in the first round All right, so the first round quarterbacks you got these three categories All right, category number one is rookie quarterbacks we know are going to start early that's Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson category number two rookie quarterbacks who won't start early barring injury Trey Lance and Mac Jones if either one of those starters go down those guys will get an opportunity other than that they're going to be sitting second string they're going to be backup quarterbacks to start out the season and then category number three rookie quarterbacks who will start early due to panic and that's justin fields i believe justin fields is going to get an opportunity probably too soon all right i would think too soon but who knows maybe he'll be ready for it but much earlier than expected just based on the panic there in chicago i i fully believe that i think that's going to happen i think there are too many things that you look at and you go man like why is he sitting all right. First of all, you've got a town that's starved for a quarterback. They want a starting quarterback. They want a franchise guy. Uh, you've got a guy who can do things physically that the starter can't do. And that's a real thing. If you talk to NFL players, you talk to anybody that's been on a practice field, when you see two players, usually quarterbacks, at the same position, and one of them is just overwhelmingly more physically gifted that stands out to guys like that stands out to a lot of people on the practice field. Like that stands out to, to scouts and assistant coaches that like, Hey man, that guy can just do things that the other guy can't. And it's just, it's obvious. You can see it. Like if if you're on the field next to it, and and I've told this story before, but I remember Brady Quinn mentioned this. He was out pregame. He was dealing with an injury, so he wasn't active that week. But he went out pregame early on in Cam Newton's career. And he was just walking around the field pregame, and he was watching Cam Newton warm up. And he just said to himself, oh, I can't do any of that. Like, literally, Cam Newton is so physically gifted that it's one of those things you look at and you go, oh, I can't do that. Like, that's just respect. Like, that, all right, I I, I can't can't, like, it's just... Players see that, players identify that, and it's going to be obvious early on. Justin Fields, in comparison to Andy Dalton, and I like Andy Dalton. I think Andy Dalton's going to be successful. Uh, I, I think he's had a good career. But if there's one small slip up or if there's enough of, of a, well, you know, maybe we could upgrade here. I think they're going to I think they're going to yank him and they're going to put Justin Fields in, in the game. I, I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to be the starter sooner rather than later. And also because you've got a coach and a GM that are on the hot seat. Those two guys are coaching for their jobs. This didn't buy them any time, this whole notion that, well, you know, if you, if you draft Justin Fields and, you know, you, you struggle and you miss the playoffs, but at least if you got a quarterback of the future, man, if the Bears miss the playoffs, those guys aren't coming back. It's over. You move on. Like, it, it's just like it, it's, it's a reality. They're not coming back. So uh, this whole breakdown of, of where they're at and, and, and this situation, I think this leads me to believe Justin Fields is going to be a starter sooner rather than later. And, in fact, Justin Fields was at Bears rookie minicamp, and he talked about his mindset there.
8: I think everybody on our team should be striving for a starting job, and if you're not, then there's no reason for you to be here. So, um, of course, I'm going to do everything that I can to you know, get that starting job. And it's not up to me. You know, Coach Nagy, he has a set plan. On you know my development and, and and stuff like that, but I'm just gonna you know work hard and
2: keep my head down and just 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 keep grinding it out every day. How ready do you feel for all this attention that that's coming? Yeah, I mean, just like you said, I've been you know kind of in the spotlight
8: since high school, so I'm, I'm i I kind of feel like I'm you know made for this. I'm 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 built for this. So um, it's 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 nothing new to me. I'm just gonna continue to work hard and continue to get better every day.
7: Let me tell you something. There's never been this excitement for a quarterback in Bears history, never, never. And you could say, well, well, that's not really saying much. No, man, this is one of the most historic franchises in the league. Like, this is a national brand. There's never been this kind of excitement for the quarterback in, in that organization's history, in their history. Even the one, you can go back to quarterbacks in, in the past 20, 30 years. And there's never been this kind of excitement. Jim McMahon is the only guy to win a Super Bowl for the Bears organization. The only quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He was drafted by the Bears. Really good college quarterback. Man, that team was winning games because of their defense. It wasn't because of McMahon. I, don't think, I, I think there's a stat. McMahon never threw more than 15 touchdowns in a season. That's a true stat. Like this idea that he was, oh, they haven't had a quarterback since Jim McMahon. Man, that's arguable they had him. He was always banged up. So, like Jim McMahon, not even in in the same stratosphere when it comes to hype going into career that there is for Justin Fields, and he won a Super Bowl. You can go back to other drafted quarterbacks, Cade Mcnown. Man, there was there was no Cade Mcdown. He had one good game. I think it was a game against the Vikings to open up a season. But other than that, man, it wasn't like, there wasn't like this, this really excitable. In fact, I think the, the quarterback who was the starter, Eric Kramer, was, was spoke out against the idea of like, oh, why would you make Cade McDowell? And reportedly, Cade McDowell didn't have the best attitude in the world. So Cade McDowell, not even in the, same, in the same conversation. Rex Grossman took them to a Super Bowl. There wasn't this excitement about Rex Grossman coming into the Bears when they drafted him. Everybody recognizes, eh, you know, he's a kind of undersized and it's that spurrier offense and maybe it'll work, but, you know, maybe not. It hasn't really worked other, with other quarterbacks. Trubisky, we all know how that went. And you can you can make the case Trubisky's the best quarterback in the in the history of the franchise. There was never excitement about Trubisky when he came in, ever. Because I think everybody saw it and went, ah, but, yeah, winning games, but is it because, uh, I don't know. And Jay Cutler, they never really rallied around Jay Cutler, even though I believe he's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise, much better than what a lot of people give him credit for, based on the offensive line he played behind, based on a lot that they had to deal with there, just the issues that they had in that, with that organization. Like I think Jay Cutler's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise, but he wasn't theirs. They didn't draft him. They traded him. They traded for him. Like, that wasn't, and and there was a feeling amongst Bear fans at the time and people in the NFL man, if this guy's really a franchise quarterback, why would you be trading him if you're Denver? Like, if you really felt this guy was a franchise quarterback, why are you trading him? I mean, look around at today's NFL. Russell Wilson's a franchise quarterback. He wanted to get traded. They're not trading him. Deshaun Watson's a franchise quarterback. He wanted to get traded. And again, we're just keeping this at football. I'm not talking about all the other stuff because there's a lot going on there. I don't even want to get into all that. That's, uh, you know, the grimy stuff. The weekday guys can handle that. Uh, like, Deshaun Watson's a franchise quarterback. They're not trading him. I said earlier, Aaron Rodgers, franchise quarterback. They're not trading him. They wouldn't even consider trading him. But Denver traded Cutler. There was a feeling in Chicago well, what's wrong with him? And he put up pretty good numbers, and he had a good career. And and like I said, I think he's the best quarterback in the history of the franchise. But nobody has come close to the excitement that there is in Chicago right now with Justin Fields. I'm telling you, this is their guy. It's theirs. Like, he's the Bears quarterback because they drafted him. And on top of it, he was a top-rated guy, and they moved up to do so. There is going to be pressure to get him into the game. And Sunday night to open the season against the Rams, if Andy Dalton comes out and doesn't play well or it looks bad, if it just optically looks bad, it's never too soon for a team to take the optic reason and excuse as to why they make a drastic change. Remember a couple of years ago, the Bengals fired their offensive coordinator in week two of the season? And you're probably thinking to yourself, big deal, it's the Bengals. I want you to think about this. It was week two of the season, and it was a Thursday night game. They lost and fired their offensive coordinator. Well, yeah, I mean, they lost. They're a bad football team. What's so surprising about it? Okay, you're two weeks into the season, and you're already firing your offensive coordinator. If he was that on the ropes to losing his job, that you fired him 10 days into the season. It wasn't even a real two weeks. It was a a, a game and then a Thursday game. If he was that uh, on the hot seat to get fired, why didn't you just do it in the offseason? Because they were embarrassed publicly. Because they looked bad on national TV. If the Bears come out and Matt Nagy, who has shown the ability and has shown that he will... Get rid of coaches and kind of pass blame a little bit and make a bunch of changes to seem like, oh, I'll give a, you know, play calling and I'll fire this guy and I'll get rid of that guy and I'll bench Mitch and put Nick Foles in it. You don't think Matt Nagy has got a quick trigger? You don't think he'd he'd pull that thing if Andy Dalton came out and stunk up the joint in his first game against a really good Rams defense? I just think the Justin Fields situation is the most fascinating quarterback scenario in the NFL. Because everything says, wait, wait, let him mature, let him watch, he's not ready, let him watch, wait this thing out, do what Patrick Mahomes did in Kansas City, perfect scenario, and yet everything on the outside and all that makes sense is that Justin Fields is going to be put into that starting lineup maybe sooner than he needs to be or maybe sooner than he should be and I think that's the most interesting quarterback scenario to watch early on Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio Uh, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter Uh, we're going to take you all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio and we do want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discovers accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitation apply. Alright, coming up next. There is a criticism that I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why so many people get joy out of this and so many people want to rip the joy out of their hands and out of their hearts. Find out if you are the ones seeking joy or if you are the one trying to take joy from NFL fans, I'll have it for you next year on FSR. They were held sackless. (laughs) Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, uh, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to have another edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. It is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio. Uh, If you've never uh, been a part of it, you can be a part of it. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star coming up here uh, at about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, before we get into this NFL story, have you guys ever had this happen to you before? I missed the end to the Warriors-Pelicans game because I was going back and forth between two channels, and I had forgotten that I had ventured off into a third channel. And so the channel I hit previous on I thought was going to be the NBA game, and it ended up being Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. So I completely missed the end of the Warriors Pelicans game, and I couldn't figure out why they were still at commercial because I thought, man, there's like 15 seconds left. What are they? Why is it? It's a long ass commercial break, and then it comes back, and it's Guy Fieri, uh, you know, uh, making like uh, uh, you know uh, grits at some in the, at some restaurant in the south. And I'm like, how did this, like, you ever had that happen before? You just completely forgot that you had ventured off into a third channel and then you you hit last and you go, oh my God, like, how did I get here? And then you, you have to go back to the previous, like, am I alone in this? Am I the only
8: idiot who does this stuff? There will be times where I'm like, uh, if I'm, if I'm working in the edit room, uh, and I go back and rewind like a Laker game or something to get a highlight. And then I just forget that I rewound. So I'll look at like the score and see, you know, like and you, they're, they're like ten points ahead <laughs> of it, yes. where I'm at, and I'm like, wait, why is it so?
7: <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, why, man? They're going on late. Like, well, what's going on here? Why is this game going so late? And you forget, you just you forget that, that you that you're watching on. Like there there are times where I'm I'll, I'll listen to the radio in my because I look, I have an older car. I, it's, you know, it's a 2006. I, I just you know I, I'm not like it it's old faithful gets me where i need to go god bless it and and i'm not a car guy i don't care about showing off nice cars and crap like that but i'm so programmed to be able to go back on my uh remote and be able to watch something that i might have missed that there are times where if i'm listening to the radio or i'm listening to fox sports radio i find myself thinking oh what are they talking about let me go back and listen and then i realize Yeah, you can't do that, man. Like this isn't your home. Like this like so I just I like TVs are so advanced now that it's got my mind all all blurred and out of whack. It's weird, very bizarre. Uh, anyways, who cares? All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and get to this. Uh, by the uh, and again, pro wrestler or porn star coming up uh, less than ten minutes from now. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. We are looking for two participants who want to be a part of it. Pro wrestler or porn star is yours. Uh, less than ten minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So I do not understand. I do understand. I talked about this last week, but. I'm not a fan of post-draft grades. I don't like it. It's, I, I just think it's dumb. Because we have no idea who won the draft, who scored an A, who scored a B+, plus, who scored a D-. Minus. We have no idea who scored what. Because in the NFL, just because you, you, like you came in hyped up doesn't mean you're going to have a successful NFL career. It doesn't work that way. All right, I'm sure there's a lot of people who look back at the Patriots draft in in, in 2000 and go, ah, you know, I'm going to give him a C. I just didn't like that uh, that selection of a quarterback in the sixth round when there were other players that could have started day one. It's like, okay, well, that guy ended up being Tom Brady. So, I mean, you know, where, where, where are we at now? I mean, that, that seems like a pretty successful draft. So the idea of draft grades, I've never, I've never understood why we do them uh, from the standpoint of they don't make any sense. You should go three years back. But I understand why we do them from a content standpoint. Fans get excited about it. Uh, they they want to see what, what so-and-so thinks of their draft. But the reality is who gives a rip because none of it matters. You've got to wait a few years to see how this stuff all turns out. So I'm not a fan of it. Here's here's where I'm a little bit of a hypocrite, though. When they release the schedule every year, there are some people who get annoyed with people that look far down on the schedule. Like, ooh, look at this Week 13 matchup. Like, ooh. And, and the, the pushback on it is, well, I mean, you don't know where you're going to be at that time. You don't know if there's an injury or if something else is going to happen. So you have no idea where this team's going to be. So why would we get excited about a Week 14 matchup when we don't know who's going to be there? And why would we get excited about a week? And and it's like, all right, I'm going to be a hypocrite because I don't like draft grades because we have no idea what these guys are going to look like except for further on down the road. But I love looking ahead at the NFL schedule further down the road. Absolutely love it. Because it's... And we all do this. Every one of us does this. One of the great things about going on vacation is looking forward to the vacation like if you have a trip plan there's a lot of people that are traveling now that are getting out there they're vaccinated or they're going to find some place that doesn't care if you're vaccinated whatever whatever your your, your stance i do not want to get into that that's a whole nother it just it, it don't don't it drives me nuts but you're going to go on vacation one of the great traditions when it comes to vacation is the pre-vacation, to where you're talking about the trip and you're excited about the trip and you're talking about all the things you're gonna do and what? It's why it's why one of the great beers that you can have is the beer at the airport as you're waiting for your flight to go on vacation. It is glorious. It doesn't matter how early it is in the morning. It is. I went to a bachelor party in Cancun a couple years back. What a dump, by the way that place sucks, or at least the place we stayed. And and I'm not trying to out a hotel here, and I don't want to do it on the air because it's not fair to them. Maybe it was just a bad weekend for them, but that place sucks. But the whole point being, it was 5.30 in the morning, 6 in the morning, waiting for a flight to fly to Mexico. Man, I don't eat food before like 2 p.m because I fast and I don't like to eat in the morning. I'll I'll drink a ton of water and I drink coffee. But even I had a beer at the airport waiting for the flight because you're excited, you're going on vacation. It's the same thing with the NFL schedule release people are excited about the idea of who their team is going to play in what week and and where their team is going to end up playing uh, uh, in week 12 here. And, and and when do they go to this city here? And, and what is it going to look like? And how many primetime games they have here? And you got some people out there that are like, oh, my God, this is like the biggest overhype, and why are we talking about it? You don't know where we're going to be then. Right, and you don't know if your vacation's going to suck either. But guess what? When you're previewing it and you make your plans and you're sitting at the airport and you're cracking a beer and you're having some laughs and you're talking about all the things you're going to do when you get there, even though you've never been there, and you don't know what it's going to actually be like, that's fun. It's something to look forward to. The NFL schedule release, I mean, and I, I look, when they came out and they said, we are moving it to May permanently, I thought it was a phenomenal move because it really is something that we look forward to. I can remember, and this is not even just coincidentally, this is about planning vacations, but I can remember way before I was in sports talk radio, just an NFL fan and just a fan with my buddies growing up, we would identify, we'd wait till the schedules came out and we would identify a game that we wanted to go to every year. And it could be a game in Chicago or a game in Miami or a game in Seattle. And the whole point was you would fly to a place on a Friday or a Saturday. You'd hang out on the town all night. And then you'd go to the game on the Sunday. And then you'd be back home on Monday. It's like the greatest two-day getaway for guys or gals during the fall. It's the best it, and, and we didn't get any of that last year. Fans couldn't go to these games. So you talk about all these ticket prices that are through the roof. Of course they are. Because people are – it's in demand. You actually miss that. I can remember several years in a row – which game are we going to? We'd all get together. We'd decide and go, all right, we're going to go to this place for this game. You go on, you buy tickets, you, you, you buy your plane tickets, you get your hotels together, you, you space it out so it's not too expensive all at once, and you kind of pick your, pick your spots every single year, and that's the fun of it. So if you're one of these killjoys that wants to, to dismiss the NFL schedule release, say, oh my God, this is just, I mean, we knew who the opponents were, but why are we getting excited about it? It's because of that. The same reason you get excited when you go on vacation because you're thinking about what it's going to be like and it gives you something to look forward to and that's exactly what the NFL delivers every year with the schedule release Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio 877 99 on Fox is the phone number 877 996 6369 that is an important number because coming up next we are going to play pro wrestler or porn star it is the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio and it is yours right here on FSR but for all the latest from around the world of sports Kevin figures.
5: And in Major League Baseball the Dodgers won their third game in a row with a 9-6 win over Miami as Clayton Kershaw struck out 11 and actually drove in a run in the victory. Manny Machado the former Dodger a couple of RBI for the Padres. They held off a Cardinals rally for a 5-4 victory Aaron Judge two home runs for the Yankees and a victory over Baltimore. Max Scherzer struck out 7 and got the victory as the Nationals curb stomped the D-backs 7 17 to 2. Wins for Oakland, Seattle, Atlanta, and the Cubs. Boston getting home runs from Brian Dowback and Hunter Renfro in a 4-3 victory over the Angels. In the NBA, Philadelphia clinched the number one seed in the Eastern Conference after blowing out Orlando. At the bottom of the East, the Wizards clinched the spot in the play-in tournament with a win over Cleveland as Russell Westbrook had a triple-double. Denver got a triple-double from Nikola Jokic as they beat Detroit 104-91. Along with the Clippers losing to Houston, the Nuggets now find themselves in the three-seed in the West while the Clippers fall to four dallas beating toronto clinching at least a top six finish utah defeated oklahoma city and can clinch the top seed in the west with a victory over sacramento on sunday back to jonas knox
7: thanks Kev. jonas knox here on fox sports radio you can hang out with us as always on the iHeart radio app uh, coming up in we will call it uh well, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on fox sports radio uh there is so there was a, a really bad situation in the world of sports, something that, that got a lot of heat. Uh, you know, somebody that was sort of mocked and uh, ridiculed and, and, and pointed out how flawed they were. But now that you look at it, you can see the benefit of being in one sport instead of being in another. All right. So we will have that for you here uh, coming up 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show, and it's called this.
2: Is it a pro wrestler? or a porn star genitalia i love that
7: you have an affection for
2: big men time to guess that name it is that
7: time pro wrestler or porn star here on fox sports radio where we go around the country sometimes we even go around the world and we see who out there wants to be a part of the hottest game show anywhere on sports radio and we will get things started and for that we will go to fresno california where josh is listening here on fox sports radio josh what's happening Hey, what's going on? Uh, you tell me. What are you doing, Josh?
10: Uh, I'm just out here uh, doing some DoorDash.
7: Okay. How's that going?
10: Uh, it's it's going. I'm making a little bit of dough.
7: Nice. Um, you, I've never used DoorDash. Never used it. I don't know why. I just. I've and neither have I. Every, every, yeah. Every, and so you. All right. So you work there, but you've never used it. Right. Okay. All right. Well, listen. I mean, I don't know if that's such a uh, a glowing, uh, you know, uh, support. Well, I mean, I want, I want, there, but
10: I want my food fresh, not not cold, waiting for thirty minutes. So I pick uh-huh. it up myself.
7: Okay. You know, you work for that company, though, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it's probably not the, uh, the best thing in the world to, you know, throw them under the bus like that. You know? Well, I mean, you know. It's not, not the best endorsement in the world for DoorDash. But, hey, listen, look, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. Josh, look, you, uh, you, you do what you got to do. It pays the bills, and you're busting your ass, and we appreciate you listening to the show. That, that's all I'll say, uh, and we, yep. uh, we will leave it at that when it comes to your employment. Uh, let's see who is going to be partaking on the opposite side of things. And for that, we go to Texas where tj is listening here on fox sports radio tj what's happening
6: not much jonas man just got off work i always want to hear you but i'm always working i always want to participate and i finally got off early to participate tonight
7: well listen man we appreciate it we don't, now you don't have to tell us where you work but what industry are you in tj uh,
6: Delivering pizzas. Uh, we I'm in Austin, and my store goes through three, 3 o'clock tonight, and no other Domino's usually do that, but we do. And I got off early, and I'm,
7: I wanted to call in, man. Hey, how many drunk college kids do you deliver pizzas to during the fall? Like, like during man. the fall, when classes are in session, like, how many bombed out of their gourd college kids are you taking pizzas to? Man,
6: I don't have enough fingers, appendages, toes any of that to count that stuff it's you name a number, and it's probably that amount.
7: Now, are they, are they all cheap asses? Do you do you have you ever been to this? see? I'm fascinated by this because I've actually done this to where we were. We didn't have a lot of money, and so the delivery guy came to the door, and we gave him a six pack of beer because we didn't have any we didn't have any cash on us, so we didn't have anything to tip him. So we gave him a six pack of beer.
6: Man, and I'll he, take a six was, pack any night, bro. Yeah, no, he was but... he was
7: happy with it. We didn't. I was like, hey, man, we don't have any any cash on us, but are you good with this? He's like, oh, that's awesome, and he, and we get. Give him a six pack of beer.
6: You know what it's about, man. I'll take that any night, but there's all these tech people here in Austin. They used to deliver for Domino's when they were in college, and they take care of us, man.
7: Well, that's awesome. Well, I mean, uh, look, as long as everybody's getting taken care of, that's all that matters. Uh, so yes, sir. Uh, so you're, you're off work, and now we uh, now we get to the good stuff here. It is pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Alright, so here's how it works, guys. I have a list of names here. It's either the name of a pro wrestler or it's the name of a porn star. To start with josh i'm going to go over to tj and if we're tied at the end of this list we go to a sudden death overtime does that work for you guys easy enough all uh, good do it all right so here we go it is a pro wrestler or porn star here on fox sports radio and i will start with josh in fresno here on fsr josh the first name up for you sir is christine Christalis. Pro wrestler or porn star? Christine Corsalis. Christalis. Uh, Cristalis.
10: Doesn't sound like a wrestler or a porn star. Uh, let's go with a porn star.
7: That is correct. That is correct. Oh. Yeah, you see, like um, it and now doesn't they're matter. Each other. I don't know about <laughs> that, but it, it doesn't matter what it sounds like. It just matters what it is. And she is a porn star, so congratulations to Christine yeah. for making an appearance on the show. Uh, we go over to TJ, who's in Texas here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, TJ, uh, first name up for you here is Rove McManus, pro wrestler or porn star.
6: Rove McManus. I got to go wrestler on that
7: one. That is correct. Look at you. Look at you. You know your (laughs) stuff. Rove McManus (laughs) is a pro wrestler. So we go back over to Josh in Fresno here on Fox Sports Radio. Josh, to break the tie, the name for you, sir, is New Jack,
10: pro wrestler,
7: porn star.
10: 100% a pro wrestler. Rest in peace to him who passed away yesterday. Damn right. Yesterday. Yeah. I'm, uh, I've actually got to uh, referee one of his matches. I'm, I'm, I'm a pro wrestler uh, referee on the indie scene,
6: and no I got kidding. to do one of his matches. Yes. Well, Thanks uh,
7: for uh, letting me know now. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. What, 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 you had inside information there. What the hell is that, Josh? <laughs> Jesus. Inside info. Now, Josh, let me ask you, since you you have, uh, have listened to the show before, do you recognize some of the names that we give out on these, uh, like the indie professional wrestling names?
10: Yes, actually some of them have been my friends that you've mentioned. I'm actually a two-time champ on this show
7: okay well oh, listen uh, we we yeah hey, look tj don't worry about it man hey, t- hey tj just be glad you're not delivering pizzas to some uh, some barf bag in austin right now all right listen there, it, right. it could be worse all right you're off work at least all right so so josh has a little bit of a competitive advantage but uh you know congratulations. a little yes. bit but you never know yeah uh, new jack yes rest <laughs> in peace it is a tradition here on on uh, fox sports radio uh, In pro wrestler or porn star if, if somebody passes we pay tribute by putting them yeah. in the very next edition God bless. so Rest in peace to, to New Jack, who was a violent and awesome uh, pro wrestler back in the day. Uh, TJ yeah. in Texas, you are next up here on Fox Sports Radio. TJ, the name for you is Megan Peaks, pro wrestler Megan, or porn star.
6: Megan Peaks sounds like a porn star. That is correct. Yeah.
7: Can't imagine I got a stump. Andy... <laughs> That is Andy Furman, who is just a gross and foul human being uh, popping on the air here out of nowhere. I mean, he just the guy just – he plugs in his ISDN, and then he drops stuff like that on the air. It's unbelievable. I can't even do a professional show here.
1: I'm going to start uh, the whack off right now.
7: Yeah, he is. <laughs> no, I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, hide your stamps. Uh, so Megan Peaks is a porn star here. Uh, so we go back over to Josh in Fresno here on Fox Sports Radio. Josh, the next name for you is – Bella Jour, pro wrestler or porn star Bella DeJour
10: I'm going to go with a
7: porn star That is correct. Yeah, very good. That is correct. You thought that one through. You made the right answer and you are perfect so far here. I'm Well, pro this guy's always on top. Star. All right, Andy, uh, listen. Andy Furman is completely out of line. Would would people listening to the show please tweet Andy Furman at Andy Furman FSR and tell him that I asked if he please unplug his ISDN and stop popping on the air? I mean, he's literally throwing us for a loop, and he's causing problems here. So just at Andy Furman FSR, tweet him and tell him to stop plugging in his ISDN and just shouting things onto the air. It's unprofessional. Who the hell is that? See, right there. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand what that accomplishes. Add Andy Furman FSR. Just ask him to stop what he's doing. Uh, all right, TJ in Texas. Uh, the name I just gave Josh was Bella Dujore. The name I've got for you is Nikki Bella. Is that a pro wrestler or a porn star?
6: Nikki Bella sounds like a wrestler. That is correct.
7: Yep. Yep. That is is correct So we go back over to Josh in Fresno Here this is Pro Wrestler or Porn Star Here on Fox Sports Radio you guys are perfect So far nobody has missed Yet so we will go to Josh In Fresno to see if he can Keep the hot streak going Josh the next name for you is Sunshine Pro Wrestler Or Porn Star
10: Sunshine Let's go with Pro Wrestler
7: that is incorrect. All right. Okay. That is incorrect. That is a porn star. And so we go over to TJ in Texas, who all of a sudden can take a lead here late in the game if he gets this correct. TJ, the name for you to take the lead here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Diana Perrazzo. Pro Wrestler oh,
10: or
6: Deanna. Porn Star. Deanna Perrazzo. That's a toughie, but... It's
7: sounding like wrestler. That is correct. Oh, Very good. So TJ is taking the lead here. So now here's the situation, Josh. Uh, we are late in the game. You need to get this next one correct if you want to stay alive. If you miss it, it's over, and TJ is your winner. So, Josh, Noah, don't get nervous. All right, you are That's a veteran okay. at this. Uh, you know your professional wrestling, but do you know your porn? Because the next name for you, sir, here to tie the game and stay alive is. The Young Bucks Pro so Wrestler pro wrestlers. Or porn Star. Pro Wrestlers. There you go. That is correct. Yep. Yeah. Not, Inside uh, uh, information. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. you can see why they, <laughs> Hey, listen. You can see why the name The Young Bucks might, uh, you, know, so, you know, a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of a dicey, uh, dicey name there. All right. So here's, here's how it works, guys. So TJ, yes, the game is tied. You have not missed yet. You will have an opportunity to clinch the game and win here if you can get this correct. But if you miss it, we will go to a tiebreaker question, all right? So so here we go. TJ in Texas, off work, been delivering pizzas to a bunch of drunks in Austin, Texas, and he is looking to take home the Pro Wrestler or Porn Star Championship. So, TJ, the name for you to do so here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is... Jamie J. Pro wrestler or a porn star? Hmm, Jamie J.
6: That could go either way, but I'm gonna say pro
7: wrestler that is incorrect that is incorrect and we will now go to a tiebreaker question so here's the rules guys this is how it works I am going to say the name of either the pro wrestler or the porn star in question you must buzz in with your name first and whoever buzzes in first will have an opportunity to take the guess. don't shout out pro wrestler or porn star whoever buzzes in with their name first will have the opportunity to win the game here on pro wrestler or porn star so the name for you guys and the tiebreaker to win it all is baby nicole tj tj in texas is in first here for a chance to win the game tj baby nicole pro wrestler or porn star porn
6: star baby
7: that is correct. Yes, sir. Uh, TJ in Texas is Thanks. your winner here on oh. Pro Wrestler Report. Star. Hey, Josh, we appreciate it, man. Tell uh, tell your friends on the indie circuit um, that uh, that we appreciate their work. We hope they get back at it soon, and uh, you know, tell them to uh, tell them to call them and play as well too. We wouldn't mind getting some pro wrestlers to play this game from time to time.
10: Right? Like a good idea.
7: There he is, uh, and TJ, congratulations to you, sir. This is how you cap off a night of uh, uh, delivering food to some drunk aholes uh, in and around you, the Austin, Texas.
6: Bro, I've area. been trying to, I've been wanting to get in for so long, but I worked till three, and I never can get in. I finally got off early and got i got in
7: tonight (laughs) well listen man we we appreciate you doing so and it was it was a very good performance by you here so uh congratulations are in order uh jonas Knox here on fox sports radio all right so uh we have a couple of things we need to get to on this but we are up against it here on the clock so coming up next we will address this plus somebody who just has something figured out in sports and i think they are the envy of other leagues we'll have that for you next here jonas Knox, fox sports radio Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, uh, top of next hour, we're going to take a look at a, a... Look, it may seem like a gimmicky idea, but I actually think it's a phenomenal idea in the world of sports. We'll have that for you here, top of next hour, uh, 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, is Kevin Figures with us here on Fox Sports Radio? Kev, are you there? I got uh, you. Okay, so Kev, um, do, you rem- do you remember New Jack? Yes. The professor- okay. Very
5: well from ECW. He was one and, of the, I don't want to say founding fathers, but definitely yes. when ECW was being put on the map, he was one of their biggest stars.
7: Yeah, and it was it's like uh when when the WWE and WCW were going head to head it was like they tried to say oh we're edgy you know mm-hmm. we we got these and then new jack comes out with like a fluorescent light that he's going to break over someone's face or his own face oh yeah like, ju- <laughs> no. i mean like <laughs> le- like legitimately i I, th- I think he had a gang background with like he was he a did. legitimate yeah, he had spent time in 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 either jail or prison like a legitimate bad dude Yeah, like, we- he was,
5: We talked earlier in the show about Brian Pillman and whether we couldn't tell whether or not he was kayfabe, whether or not he was putting on, or he was actually insane. You could say the same thing about New Jack at times, too.
7: Oh, God. Like, yeah, there was a, uh, um, like, I've seen stuff on him to where he was in in matches and he just beat the hell out of guys. Mm -hmm. Like, like just.
5: Legitimately, by the way. Like, you know.
7: Like 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 cut a guy open like like took it like took something to a guy's forehead and cut him open. I was like, oh, this is just part of the match. And I was like, no, that wasn't really planned. He was just pissed off with you know the guy's attitude before the match, and he just thought, oh, okay, I'll show him up. But uh, but no, he passed away on uh, on Friday. So he was a legend uh, for for people out there that followed ECW. New Jack. Um I think he he was the guy who came out with the bandana as well. He too. was yeah. Yep. Oh man, he was awesome. He
5: that worked like Tupac T-shirts. And he was just a. <laughs> it was he so was a loose awesome. cannon of himself. He was one of my favorites to watch.
7: Yeah, he was uh, he was awesome. So rest in peace uh, to uh, to him uh, and his family. Uh, also, by the way, uh, for the um, for all the people that don't like uh, Major League Baseball and the PA and how the Astros got away with cheating and all that stuff, part of the reason the Astros got away with what they did is because their players' association is so strong. Their union is so strong. Uh, Dear NFL PA. Why don't you hit them up and say, hey, what can we do to be as good as you guys are so we're not a disaster for our players? We got some fake outrage and some hysterical. I mean, if you just look, actually look back at this situation in the NFL, it is hysterical that we've chosen this to be upset about. We will get into that here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates wherever you are taking part in this program or on the podcast we appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here. It is hour four of this four-hour extravaganza as we talk about all sorts of stuff in the world of sports and beyond. But we do get things started here in the NFL. And uh, I don't know if anybody saw this or if anybody was as outraged as I was. I cannot believe that this is happening. Um, And if you're just tuning into the program, if you've just woken up from, uh, you know, it is on the East Coast and you're getting up for work or you like to get up early on a Saturday, here's the situation. We got ourselves a terrible, terrible cutting to the front of the line scenario in the NFL that's happening. All right. And I am pissed. Um, There's a guy who's been out of the NFL for quite a while. He's been gone and um, he's now trying out as a tight end. And he's never played tight end before, but now he's trying out as a tight end. And I am outraged by this, that Kelvin Benjamin would get an opportunity to try out for the Giants as a tight end. I mean, he's never played the position before. He's been out of the league for several years. I mean, and and I'm assuming, and I'm following along here because I'm assuming that I should be as upset as everybody else was when it came to Tim Tebow. Like, that's what I'm assuming because that's what I was told that Tim Tebow being a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars meant that he was cutting in front of the line and that he didn't deserve it. And uh, it's all these other things that are happening. And and I'm just wondering if we're going to play that same game with Kelvin Benjamin. I'm just wondering, because if that's how it works, I want to make sure that's how it works all the way through. I don't want to, we shouldn't pick and choose and we're going to get upset about stuff. Um, And, and if you, if you think that I'm being sarcastic here, I hope that that's being, that that's coming through. Honestly, because I think the Tebow stuff is just some of the most hilarious fake outrage that I've seen in a long time. The idea that Tim Tebow getting a tryout as a tight end with the Jaguars is hilarious to me. I, 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 I just that people are that upset about it. They, that, that worked up about Tim Tebow getting an opportunity that they're taking it in all these other directions. Oh, my God, it's just, this is the problem with the NFL. You got it's, you know, everybody knows somebody. It's like, yeah, man, I get it. If you're a coach – I've said this before. In the NFL, the best job to have is coach. Coach in the NFL because you're never out of work because you know somebody on somebody's staff. And as long as you don't burn bridges – you're always going to land as a coach on somebody's staff. You may not be the head coach, you may not be the offensive or defensive coordinator, you may not even run special teams. But you could be a linebacker's coach, coach the offensive line, be a quarterback coach, be an assistant. There's all sorts of positions for you. If you if you get into that world, if you get 2 feet into that world, it's really hard to have any more than 1 foot out. It's really hard. Like once you're in, you are in. So I get it, man. The NFL is all about relationships and guys that know somebody are going to get opportunities over other guys. This idea that this is some revelation that Tebow's cutting the line and it's a line that nobody's ever cut before in the history of the NFL is just dumb and and the and and the fake anger and rage and con- we want to steer it in this direction, man, if Tebow tries out for the team and he fails, so what? if Tebow tries out for the team and he makes it, good for him, good for him. I also think this is this part of it is funny as well too, oh my God, well, it makes the jaguars look like such a joke, yeah, because the swimming pools and the top deck are a really good, aesthetically pleasing thing to have at a stadium. That, that's, the, that's how you reach the cool aspect of things. When your stadium has swimming pools in the top deck, that's the amenity you want. You want to be a cool team? You better have swimming pools in the top deck. Yeah, the, the Jaguars are really worried about looking bad. You know, the team that's got to play games in London and the team that everybody is sort of resigned to the fact that they're going to end up being the London Jaguars eventually, but they're worried about optics and how they look. Are you serious? Come on. And it's like this attack on Urban Meyer. Oh, boy, Urban Meyer. He's like, what are you doing? This doesn't look good. Man, Urban Meyer, just, just so people understand this, it is possible. For a coach to start his NFL career out and become a better coach as time goes on. That is, po- I don't know if anybody knows that, but that is possible. It is possible that Urban Meyer is going to try things out that he thought would work at the NFL level because they worked at the college level, only to find out they're not going to work and then adapt and be successful afterwards. That is possible. I, I, it, that, that really is possible. Jimmy Johnson, college head coach, got to the NFL. A lot of people said, oh, man, we don't know that. It ended up working. Pete Carroll's done stuff from the college game to the pro game. It ended up working. You can say whatever you want about Nick Saban and call Nick Saban a failure in Miami. He was a failure with the Dolphins. Go back and look at those teams. They weren't bad. It's not like he just was a complete disaster. As a head coach. It's similar to Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino gets knocked as a failure at the NBA level. He was only a failure in Boston. Rick Pitino was a coach in New York for the Knicks. And there you've got NFL, NBA players, Kenny Smith of TNT being one of them, who was on record at one point saying, Rick Petino's the best coach I ever had. Best coach I ever had. He had success in New York. He made the playoffs with the Knicks. So it is possible that you come in with an idea, you realize it doesn't work, and then you move along and you adapt. Urban Meyer may try out this college approach with Tim Tebow. I want to bring him in. I want familiarity, only to find out, hey, man, maybe the locker room's not responding well to it. Maybe he can't play. Maybe he's not the same player he was. Maybe he's not the same athlete, or he can't take the pounding. Maybe he doesn't have good hands, whatever the case may be. And then he moves on, and that's okay, but this idea that, oh, my God, it's a terrible look for the Jaguars. Meanwhile, you got two drunks playing Marco Polo in the top of the stadium during live games. Like, what, like what are we talking about? Do You just hear yourself when you're when you're bitching about this stuff. It's crazy. It's just I, I don't get it. But Urban Meyer, you cannot go back on this. All right, give him, give him a legitimate try and do not cut him before this because otherwise it will show you cave to the pressure. So you must give this a legitimate try and get him to camp, and then you can cut him afterwards. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right, so speaking of, uh, of sports and, uh, and some people that are upset about some things and, and et cetera, et cetera, uh, I was making this point. I believe the NBA plan is going to be a success. All right. Now there are some people that don't like it. LeBron didn't like it, whatever the case may be. But. The NBA play-in tournament is taking place this upcoming week. We're finalizing the seeding in the NBA season, and then we find out who's matching up in this 7-10 to scenario. Um, uh, the NBA probably is hoping it's going to be the Lakers and Celtics on both sides. We know the, the Celtics are going to be there. The Lakers have a chance at not being in the play-in tournament. But if you can get the Lakers and Celtics in the play-in tournament, you're going to do big numbers, and it's going to generate a lot of buzz and a lot of eyeballs and a lot of excitement. And I think – I love the idea. I think it's awesome. And I think some people see it as such a a drastic change from what the NBA normally is to where they see this now and it feels gimmicky. And that's fair. That's fair. But sometimes you need gimmicks to get by. And let's call it what it is. And you can be an NBA fanboy all you want. But the NBA and the ratings and all of that that surrounds the league they're not in the best spot. They're just not. They're not in the best place. Like the NBA is getting beaten in in ratings matchups against like you know, my, like uh, semi pro football and a, a NASCAR race. And like some pro wrestling and like they're they're it's not going well, like the rate it's not going well the, the interest people are a little exhausted with the drama and all the other stuff that goes along, and it just it it's not going well for whatever your reasoning be it's not going well with the n b a when it comes to the buzz and the interest level, and you can be the biggest fan of the n b a and you can be upset at me for saying it. You have to at least acknowledge they're not as disgust. And you're not as interested in the NBA as you have been in years past. I mean, it's fair to say that there's nothing wrong with that. You're not breaking any rules. But it's like I remember back probably this was 12, 13 years ago, 2007, 2008, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, 14 years ago, whatever the case may be. The real estate market was crashing And all of a sudden, you had all these homes that were just sitting there, and nobody could sell them. And what ended up happening was a lot of real estate agents who were making a grip, and it was easy because everybody was getting approved for a loan, and everybody was buying a house. They were selling homes, selling homes, selling homes. All of a sudden, the market crashed. They didn't know what to do. They, they had no idea what to do. And a lot of real estate agents completely vanished, left the business, got out of the business. I had friends who were in real estate. I was working in and around real estate at that time, and it was happening. They were leaving the business in droves because they looked at it and said, huh, I mean, all, all these homes are sitting here. I can't sell them like I used to. I'm out. Like this, the, We're done. We're dead. And you know who actually made it? And not only did they make it, but they prospered and they made a killing where the real estate agents have said, all right, I'll work with foreclosures. All right, I don't want to work with foreclosures. I normally wouldn't work with foreclosures, but you know what? I will work with foreclosed properties. I will try and sell those. It's more work. I'm not going to make as much money. But I... This is the only way out right now, and it's a little gimmicky, and it's not something I would normally do, but guess what? I'll do it because nobody else will, and those agents made a killing because they identified we're going to have to do something a little bit different. It's not traditional, but if we go this way and we do have success with it, it could mean big things down the road, and they made a killing because they saw the opportunity to adapt or die. The NBA sees an opportunity here. We got to adapt. The playoffs, for for a lot of the playoffs, especially these 1-8 matchups and all these, like, look, people just aren't interested in these games. And there's not a lot of interest. And and there's not a lot of buzz going into the playoffs sometimes. If we can generate some buzz, and it has to be with something gimmicky like a play-in tournament, why the hell would you not do it? Why not? Kick the tires on it. See if it works. I think it's going to work. I think we're going to love it. It's going to be like the wild card game in baseball. I think we're going to love it. But you, you won't know unless you try. And sometimes you got to do something that isn't ideal, that you don't really want to do, that you wouldn't normally do in order to make it. And The NBA is doing it. I give them credit. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think if you are somebody who is not with the play in tournament, by the time it's over with, you're going to realize, you know what? I was wrong. It's been a success. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the us to take credit cards learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 nielsen report limitations apply all right coming up next i think the nfl did something that's really smart very smart um i think it's something that is going to benefit everybody involved and i'll tell you how you are impacted by it next year on fsr and we don't need to say that again because we've already hit our dump limit for the segment Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in, we'll call it 10 minutes from now here on FSR. We are going to have the scraps. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. They will be yours 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Starring Kevin Figures, the man who has uh, got the guts to take on fast food chain powerhouse In-N-Out. Uh, so maybe he will have more uh, details on his uh, ongoing feud with In-N-Out Burger uh, here on Fox Fox Sports Radio. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's the scraps. You never know what could happen. Uh, he's the star of it. Uh, that coming up here 10 minutes from now on FSR. Uh, I do uh, think what the NFL did when they came out with the schedule, and um, I can remember growing up like it's, it's almost like, like people tell me this about when you have kids. They're like, all right, well, you know, what, Christmas is cool when you're when you're a kid and then you get a little older and it's not as cool. And then you go through this phase. And then when you have kids, all of a sudden Christmas gets fun again. Like I've heard that from everybody. They say because your kids are so excited, it makes you excited. And it's, sort of, it's almost like uh, that energy is infectious. And their energy about Christmas is like how you felt about it when you were excited. And all of a sudden, you get back that excitement for Christmas like you had back in the day. And I can remember when I was uh, younger and I was a kid, if I, if, like in baseball, it would be where every single team had an all-star representative in Major League Baseball. So it didn't matter if if that guy was maybe better than the other player. You needed one representative from at least one from every team in Major League Baseball. Even if you were bad, even if you were bad, you needed at least one representative from every team. So you would get these guys who would get snubbed because of the rules and all that. I, I remember as a kid being really excited about it because I grew up a Cubs fan and the Cubs were so bad. But I thought, man, well, at least, you know, one guy's going to make it. Like, I mean, at least like as bad as they are, at least, you know, one guy's going to be like, you know, John Lieber or, uh, or or some of these guys like Sean Dunstan. You know, I just I just remember thinking to myself, like, God, my, the Cubs are so terrible. But at least I know somebody from my team is going to be at the all star game. And then I got a little bit older and I was like, well, that's stupid. Like, like, like why that, like you, everybody needs to be represented. I can't stand it. That's just dumb. Like, why are we doing this? And as I've gotten even a little bit older, it's kind of like how you look back on Christmas now after you have kids. You kind of see it from a different perspective and go, oh, you know what, man? I went through a phase, but I kind of like the idea that the NFL's did something this year with their schedule. Where three, four years ago, I'd be totally against But growing up, I'd be a fan of, because if my team wasn't very good, I would love the opportunity for them to be showcased, especially back then when I was a a kid, because we didn't have Sunday ticket, and so you waited for those big primetime games to be able to watch your favorite team. And then I got a little bit older, and it was like, oh, man, if your team sucks, don't waste my time with them. I don't need a color rush game. I don't need any of this crap. Leave me alone. And now that I've gotten a little bit older, I'm now back to where I was started, to where I want everybody to get an opportunity. And I want everybody to be able to be showcased and be seen. And the NFL this season has made it to where every single team is going to get at least one primetime game this season. And I like it because you can argue in in the NBA, there's a lot of really great players on some select teams. All right. Now they try and make it and incentivize these players to stay with their current teams. but We see it obviously all the time that players bail and they do super teams and all that stuff. Well, in the NFL, you don't have that. In the NFL, you've got a good player or good players on every team. And I actually think this helps build those brands. I think it builds attention and notoriety for those teams, for those franchises, for those fan bases that they're going to be shown on on center stage, that they're going to get an opportunity. And sometimes you'll see it to where, you know, in the NFL, you get a team that's got five or six primetime games. And then, you know, a couple teams in their division are nowhere to be found. And this year, the NFL has made it to where everybody's going to get a primetime game. Everybody is going to get showcased. It's why I it's it's always bugged me when I hear people say, "Why are the Lions and Cowboys always on Thanksgiving?" Why? I mean, come on, the Lions are always bad. Why should they be on Thanksgiving, dude? Is it really ruining your holiday? Like, like does the coffee taste worse because the Lions are on Thanksgiving? Like, that's their showcase. It's tradition. Like, that is their that is their opportunity. For as bad as they're going to be during the course of the season, they could be awful. You know you're going to get to see them on Thanksgiving. And the Lions, you could say whatever you want, they've always had at least a – they're the perfect example – always at least a good player. It's not like the NBA where, you know, you just – like some nobodies. They've had at least a good player – For as long as you can remember watching football, whether it was Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson or Dominic Rayola or Matt Stafford or you name it, like they've had good players and you get to see those players and get to know about those players because they have that primetime game. Jacksonville was bad for a while, right? Like, they oh, they were never any good, and you know, nobody knew who Jacksonville was. But you know what, man? You knew if they played or they were showcased on a game, you were going to learn something about a player that maybe you weren't aware of. Man, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that guy was that good. I like this. I like the fact that every single fan base is going to be represented and every team's going to get an opportunity to shine. And I think it's going to be good for the league. I think it's going to be good for the future of the league. And also, look, with where the NFL is, is that with gambling now? you're going to start seeing some players have a little bit more value than others, just based on some of these degenerate gamblers out there and their in-game props and all that stuff. I think this is great for the league, and I'm happy. Every team in the NFL is going to get an opportunity on the big stage. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to. It is called The Scraps. They are yours. But for all the latest, it's Kevin Figures.
5: All right, and taking a look at some playoff developments around the the NBA. You had the Mavericks getting a victory over the Raptors on Friday night. Luka Doncic had a triple-double there, so that victory for Dallas means they will not participate in the play-in tournament. They will be at least the sixth seed in the Western Conference. It could move up to five. Utah hammered Oklahoma City. They can clinch the top seed in the Western Conference if they beat Sacramento on Sunday. They can also clinch the top seed uh, if the Phoenix Suns lose one of their last two games as well. Philadelphia, the top spot in the Eastern Conference, was clinched on Friday night after they defeated Orlando. Elsewhere in the Eastern Conference, at the bottom of the conference, you had Russell Westbrook getting another triple-double for the Wizards, and they clinch a spot in the play-in tournament after they defeated the Cavaliers. In Major League Baseball, you had the Dodgers getting eight runs in the second inning. They also got a home run from Max Muncy. They would hold on for a 9-6 victory over Miami. That is their third straight victory. Washington was all over Arizona 17-2. You had the Padres with a 5-4 victory over the Cardinals. Mitch Hanager Kyle Seager with home runs for Seattle and a 7-3 victory over Cleveland wins for Houston, Oakland, and the Yankees who got two home runs from Aaron Judge as they defeated the Orioles, Rays with a 3-2 victory over the Mets, snapping the Metropolitan's seven-game win streak. Back to Jonas Knox.
7: Thanks, Kev. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 83, hundreds of affiliates wherever you are. We appreciate you. And coming up in 15 minutes from now, it is the return. We are going to dust off a classic here on Fox Sports Radio. It is a little something we call ticket or stick it. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we will have that for you here 15 minutes from now. We have not done this in a very, very long time, so I'm looking forward to it. But right now, though, it is it's time for something we do do on the show every single week, and it's called this.
2: Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron.
7: These. Are
2: the scraps?
7: And for that, we turn it over to the voice of L.A. Sports Radio, the great Kevin Figures, to find out what the hell's going on. Kev?
5: Well, this isn't an actual story I pulled aside for the, this particular segment, but since you brought it up, uh, talking about In-N-Out, uh, people like me are thankful to know that In-N-Out is not going to be a sponsor at uh, Dodger Games, and they will uh, not be available for you to buy burgers uh, at, uh, at Dodger Stadium. Why? Uh, Well, mainly because they're marketing officer. And people did ask about this. The L.A. Times this week actually did a write-up on this because Shake Shack, which is a New York staple, actually has a setup in Dodger Stadium, but In-N-Out doesn't. And people were wondering, In-N-Out is a West Coast situation, West Coast chain. Why wouldn't it be in Dodger Stadium? No kidding. Here is a quote from an executive, the executive vice president of In-N-Out, quote, sponsorship of a major sports team, stadium, or arena isn't a strategy that we have chosen to take advantage of, unquote. So, apparently, they don't think they need it. And quite honestly, yeah. from a business standpoint, they don't. Because yeah. <laughs> every time you drive by In-N-Out, there's five miles worth of cars down the street. So, whatever they're doing is working. If, if just because I don't, I don't like it doesn't mean most others don't.
7: Do. All right. He, here's, here's my issue with In-N-Out. And, by the way, for people listening across the country and you've never had In-N-Out before, it, it's... Like, what's the best? Is it just like kind of a throwback burger chain? Like everybody's dressed up like they're in the 50s. Like, right. You know, it, it looks like you're on the set of Back to the Future when Biff trips um, <laughs> uh, Michael J. Fox when he, when he's uh, going through the diner. Like, yeah. that's what,
5: like it's a throwback. If you ever been to Ruby's Diner, it's kind of like Ruby's Diner light to a degree. Yeah. It's not and, as extreme, but it's, it's, it's kind of in that same vein
7: and it's the fast food thing and the burgers are are different from like a Carl's or a yes. Hardee's or a, they're they're almost like like your classic burger so i think people like the feel of the vintageness and the classic to it i mean but i've never i like i swear like i don't eat fast food hardly at all but right. even when i do the last thing I'm thinking about is, oh, let me go to In and Out. Like I just, I just never, and maybe it's because I grew up around it, and maybe I'm, I'm spoiled with it. But I just never, it's never at the front of my mind that I need to go there.
5: The big thing for me is that the, the way that people rave about it. It's not a bad burger, but it's also not out of this world, knock your socks off either. And I, again, I will never understand people waiting in line for 45 minutes to it's try to weird. get a. A- average at best hamburger. <laughs> I just don't understand.
7: I, no, it, it look. I, I can't. I can't argue that it is a little bit odd. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Here, here's the other one that I don't. I, th- look, Chick Fil A. Right. Same. Whatever, man. Yeah. Like, like, it's it's fine. Ch- do, do what you got to I do not understand. And there's a Chick Fil A. There's one um, not that far from my house. My wife loves Chick Fil A. I went there one time just to get the I was in the I was in the line, the drive-through line for 35, 40 minutes. Unbelievable! It's cr- crazy! Like I, I don't. And, and I had I'm like, man, there better be like a winning lottery ticket at the end of <laughs> yeah. this bag. Right? Like I don't. Like what are we talking? Like, what are we doing here? That, that that we need to wait in line this long? I don't understand it. But man, they're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, I they're mean, doing something
5: right. The thing for me is, and you know, if your selling point is, man, our sauces are really good. That really doesn't do it for me. Like, shouldn't it be your nuggets? Shouldn't it just be the chicken? Shouldn't that be good enough? But the problem is, they're nuggets, they're chicken strips, they're chicken sandwiches, which, again, solid, but nothing spectacular. I feel like it's nothing that I can't get at another chicken spot, to be honest. And,
7: and also, uh, th- there is something to the In-N-Out fries. If you don't eat them within the first two, uh, 100 <laughs> seconds, they're done, ice cold. It's over. right? Yeah, like th- For whatever reason, they don't. Like, you could pick a McDonald's fry up, that was dropped on the ground in 1984, <laughs> and it would taste exactly the same as it did in 84 right, right. now. Like, in and out fries, like, almost like evaporate into thin it's almost like when you take a, a cotton candy and you pour water on it it just right. evaporates the fries just <laughs> shrivel up and like disappear it's weird
5: and look i will say i know a part of their selling point well it's all natural you don't have preservatives and that's why it uh, for, for degrades for lack of a better term very quickly okay. and i guess there's something to that sure but from a taste quality standpoint look i don't get fries there unless i get them animal style to be that honest. Good.
7: Yeah, listen, animal style fries. I had never had them before, and it was that was a game changer. Yeah, it was uh, animal style is uh, is the way to go. Uh, yeah, it's it's a good 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 addition you to the fries. Might want to
5: pop an acid block or something afterwards, <laughs> just just to just to be safe, especially for someone like you, Jonas, who does not eat fast food very often. That can uh, do a... Oh, yeah. Operation shutdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just do some damage to your your (laughs) intestinal tract. Big time. Yeah. Um, Speaking of average, the Broncos are going to have a quarterback competition (laughs) at a a training camp this year, it sounds like. That is according to Vic Fangio talking to reporters on Friday after their first mini camp. You know, they've traded up for Teddy Bridgewater, and they have the incumbent, Drew Locke, and they've been rumored to be the front runners to trade for Aaron Rodgers if the Packers should decide to trade him. No attraction on that front. And Fangio says as of now, it's going to be a... 50-50 proposition, and we're going to have an open competition at training camp for the starter for the Denver Broncos, who, quite honestly, Jonas, many people feel have a really good roster. Their biggest issue is the quarterback position.
7: Um, Don't you feel like something is going to happen? Has to, right? It, 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 it just... It fe- look, it feels like either they thought they were pretty close on Rodgers or they had a legitimate chance with Rodgers. And maybe, you know, upon further review, it's not going to happen. Or I've also thought about this, and I don't even know if this is, and this is going, you know, w- with with depending on a lot of stuff that's got to get worked out. What if things get settled and calm down a little bit with Deshaun Watson? Mm-hmm. And Houston says, hey, man, this is a bad look for our franchise. He doesn't want to be here anyways. Why don't we part ways and make it seem like, hey, we don't want this sort of character in, in our locker room based on all the stuff that's out there. If you're Denver, and and maybe he's got to sit the first six weeks of the season, but if you're Denver and it it doesn't go as bad as from a public opinion standpoint as you know maybe he you know there's some settlements or whatever and you think you can swallow the idea of we're going to bring this guy onto your franchise wouldn't you at least consider doing it if not for if not for partial this season for at least the future if you think you can get him and you could get him at a reasonable price Oh yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to again. I would think
5: so. Assuming the smoke is going to clear and whatever the damage will be done with Deshaun Watson is going to be minimal, for lack of a better term, in the court of public opinion, or however it plays itself out. If you feel that the risk, the reward is higher than the potential risk, then why wouldn't you? When you're this close, again, you have a solid roster and the most glare you have all the weapons in the world offensively. You just have to have a guy that can get him the ball. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater I think is good enough to get you to 500 and maybe slightly above and maybe make the postseason. But, look, I love Teddy, but he's not going to be a franchise quarterback for you. Deshaun Watson is one of the best players in the sport right now. He would vault you Instantly into Super Bowl contention Agreed. if you found a way to get him there.
7: Yeah, and, and man, could you imagine either Rodgers or Watson in that division? That that division of quarterbacks with Mahomes and and Rogers and or Watson and Justin Herbert and and look, Derek Carr gets kind of dismissed as, but Derek Carr's a good quarterback. Like he he gets dismissed as, oh, he checked down, game manager. It's like, a, look, he's not going to be a top five guy, but he's on a fringe ten to twelve guy in the NFL. I think like that's that's a really good division. Uh, of quarterbacks,
5: yeah. Now, well, since we're on that topic, I didn't pull this to the side, but since you brought up the Derek Carr and the Raiders, our, our colleague here at Fox Sports, Mark Schlereth, had a comment earlier this week saying he believes the Raiders could be in play for Aaron Rodgers if a trade does go down. It obviously will make a lot of sense. The Packers can get themselves a ready-made quarterback in the mix with Derek Carr, and it wouldn't cost the Raiders that much capital because Carr is a quality starter. Maybe you send Carr a first rounder or two first rounders, and you get Aaron Rodgers to that division. That's the actual real possibility that you could have all those quarterbacks in the AFC West.
7: Yeah, and I look the the Derek Carr like that's that's the part that I found surprising is of all the teams that had something to offer the Packers that they could look at and go, all right. This isn't the worst thing in the world to 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 bring back. To me it was the Raiders. Like like Derek Carr and you know like he's a better quarterback than Drew Locke. He's a better quarterback than anybody Denver could offer. Like Derek Carr to the Packers. You you could see them reunited with Devontae Adams. You could see them like like all of that stuff, you know, like working out and the Packers still being a good football team, not null and void at the quarterback position. And and his contract, it's affordable, all of that stuff. But just to hear people talk about the likelihood of it happening, it's like, no 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 no. Raiders, that that's not the case. Denver's the team. Like why if you're Green Bay, why would you want to take the Denver offer, when it comes to the quarterback as opposed to the Raiders, if they're comparable draft pick-wise, wouldn't you rather have Derek Carr than Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater? Absolutely. So Absolutely. So I don't understand like, like why that's not... Being discussed as a real possibility, like that's that's the part that's puzzling to me. Yeah, I just don't understand.
5: Yeah, that's that's very odd. I mean, like I said, Derek Carr, he know oh, he is coming up on a contract, and you you'd have to extend him. But again, if there are questions about Jordan Love and what he can or cannot be, or you're not very confident in where he is right now, Derek Garf, you try trade for him, sign him to a two three year extension, and then you can see if Jordan Love gives you anything or not. I mean, it makes yeah. it makes the most sense in the world to me,
7: especially if he's a bridge to get to Jordan Love. Right, like that just seems like timing wise, it makes all the. Sense. In the world.
5: Now I don't know what you are, what you'd be willing to do for Instagram clout, Jonas. Um, I don't know if you ever saw Twenty One Jump Street, where you know guys had to you know come in and act like they were high school students to try to, to try to nab a deal, uh, yeah. a drug deal that was going down. Yeah. So there's a 28 year old woman in Miami who wanted to promote her Instagram page, and she attempted to blend in with students at a Miami area high school. Uh, Audrey Fancassini, and I, excuse me if I'm mispronouncing her name, but she started. She wanted went out to the high school campus, with, armed with a backpack and a skateboard. Uh, she started handing out pamphlets printed with her Instagram account. After sneaking onto campus, uh, school security saw her wandering the hallways when all the students were actually in class. Saying, "What are you doing?" And she said, "Oh, I'm looking for the registration office." I'm like, okay, well, it's over there. She said, all right, thanks. By the way, she's filming this entire thing as it's happening. She walks right by the registration office, continues to walk around, hand out pamphlets, being followed by security. An officer finally spotted her walking across the faculty parking lot, told her to stop. She wouldn't do it. So they arrested her and now she's facing charges of burglary, interfering with the school function and resisting arrest without violence.
7: And all of this because she wanted to get more Instagram followers. That
5: is all it was. Passing out pamphlets on a high school campus and, trying to get IG followers.
7: And how old is she? 28. Wow, what a loser. <laughs> oh my god. Like I look, I don't like to call names, but what a loser. Yeah. Seriously, like that is like 28 years old and you're handing out pamphlets At a high school to get more Instagram followers? By the
5: way, I I wouldn't, it's ridiculous regardless. You couldn't wait till after school. Stand outside the gate yeah, and no hand kidding. it out to him. Do you yeah, have to no walk kidding. through the halls during school hours? I mean, what are we doing?
7: Yeah, is that the best you got? Like, like <laughs> that was the, like nobody liked going to school. She probably didn't like going to school when she was there to begin with. So why do you want to go back on the campus when you could just like do the fun stuff? Wait till kids are at lunch, or or go to go to the place they all hang out at, like the uh, you know the, the drive-through uh, that they go to afterwards. Like she's going through, and this is recent, right?
5: Yeah, this just happened last week, I believe.
7: Oh my God. That, like I don't even understand like but you know what man there are some people who Instagram is their world that's like it's right. their life like that and they're not even like people that, that are influencers like there are people who film their entire daily routine on Instagram and I don't get it I, I don't have the weird. patience
5: for it don't get it
7: and and the one the, the video setting to where it like shakes and goes back and forth and back and forth like I like Like, how are you not embarrassed while you're doing that, (laughs) especially in public? Like, how are people not embarrassed... With some of the stuff they post on Instagram, right? It's I don't. It's puzzling. Yeah. Man.
5: Some people have like the jersey cut off. How old do you need to be before you stop wearing another man's jersey? Yeah, How old no do you kidding. need to be before you start doing you know all the Instagram videos and, and all that stuff?
7: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't get it. It's not my thing. I don't understand. But hey, look, uh, there are a lot of people that make a lot of money at it. Yeah. So good for them.
5: Yeah. You do you. I'll pass. Yeah. Exactly. And those are the scraps.
7: Uh, good stuff. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get Kevin on Twitter, by the way, at Kfig1. That's at Kfig. Coming up next, we're going to dust off an oldie but a goodie here at FSR. It's yours right here, Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. I will be back on the air. 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 o'clock Pacific with my guy, Bucky Brooks. Uh, We're going to be talking all sorts of NFL uh, and everything else going on in a busy Saturday. So, again, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 o'clock Pacific. Myself, Bucky Brooks, back on the air here on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, it is time to dust off an oldie but a goodie here on FSR
2: something big is happening Ariana Grande a dangerous woman on the road should you go? and we have your tickets it's ticket or stick it ooh sounds hot
7: all right here we go uh i am nervous i have not done this in months and months because everything got shut down but i will try and tell you how much i am willing to pay for a ticket to a sporting event and then bo gets to tell me whether or not i get a ticket or i can stick it because i'm a cheap ass so bo which game is first
8: all right so uh first off here uh of course we're going to go with the uh the dallas cowboys opening the season at the tampa bay buccaneers
7: i'd buy that for a I'll give you a hundred and twenty bucks. I don't care where I sit. I just want to be in the stadium. Give me a hundred uh, and twenty bucks, and I'm not going above that.
8: Yeah, you're gonna stick it, Like That's what's uh, three hundred and eighty dollars. Really? Yeah.
7: What if I give you like fifty bucks and you let me uh, like dress like a pirate yeah. on the ship?
8: <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh... Can hang out outside Raymond James, St- James Stadium for that much money? Yeah.
7: Damn, that much money to open the season, really? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, all right. What's the next uh, one?
8: Next up for uh, Sunday night football in Week One, we have the uh, Chicago Bears taking on the Los Angeles Rams at the uh, SoFi Stadium. First time with fans in the building.
7: Okay. First time with fans. I heard the place is awesome. I would love to do a media tour there. I've not had a chance to, but I've heard the place is awesome. I will give you. I'll give you 150 bucks for a ticket.
8: That is uh, right on the nose, 150
7: Is it? All yeah. right, so I'm in the building for 150 bucks. I can yeah. go to SoFi and see Andy Dalton versus uh, Matt Stafford week one. I'm in. Let's do it. What's the next one?
8: All right, wrapping up week one in the NFL is uh, the Baltimore Ravens at the uh, Las Vegas Raiders.
7: Well, unfortunately, I know how much these are going for. Yeah, on Monday Night Football. But, but I'll tell you how much I'm willing to pay. I'll splurge a little bit cuz it's Vegas and I haven't been to Vegas in a long time. I'll give you $300 for a ticket.
8: Yeah, no, uh, that's not going to cut it. What's need... the
7: cheapest one? Though? I was I saw what where is it at now? The cheapest uh, The
8: cheapest one was at $824. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, uh, Jesus, for a regular
7: season game.
8: Yeah. Not, not sure. I'll be going to any Raiders games anytime soon. Oh, but don't you want to So I just want to see the stadium. It looks nice. The last time I was in Vegas, it wasn't quite finished yet. So, uh, it it looks like it's a sight to behold. I'm sure. Oh,
7: what a bummer. All right. What's the next one?
8: Uh, next one we'll have a, we'll jump ahead to week seven here. Uh, the Detroit lions taking on the Los Angeles Rams again at SoFi stadium.
7: Chris, you want to help me with this? How much are we willing to pay? For I've this? seen. I've seen the price. Um,
3: you know what? I'll play ignorant. I, I would say about. I, I, I would give no more than sixty.
7: I'll give eighty bucks. Eighty bucks to get me to Lions Rams.
8: Yeah, you guys are both getting in. It's uh, fifty nine dollars to get into that.
7: <laughs> All right. What a bargain! How about that? A bargain to wrap up this four hour show. I love it. The NFL does it again.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
7: Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere,